Hello, listening people. G'day, mates. I'm not Ryan. And I'm also not Ryan. But you're also not me, because I'm Bartek. And it's a me, Luke Peverell. Yes, and you're listening to Luke and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. Do you think we're going to have to trademark that name? We can. I mean, we've already done three episodes, and this is the third episode in the row that we're doing. (gasps) Oh, my God. Yes, we thought Ryan would be back at this point, but then, um... Well, what did I say last week? He was trapped on an island waiting to be saved? Something about a jet-propelled monkey, I believe. Yes, well, this time uh, he was saved by the, yeah, the jet-propelled monkey. Ah. But um, he, he made a time paradox, and he accidentally said that the square root of negative 25 was 2z, when it's actually 5i, either positive or negative, and that just... It did like a divide by zero kind of thing, so Man. he's kind of trapped in a calculator or whatever. Well, you know what they say, a stitch in time saves nine. Yes, but hopefully he should be back next episode. But, um, yeah, it's going to take a bit of time. Indeed. So, Speed and Polish Presents. This is a show where we watch a movie that has been... Criminally under underappreciated. Criminally underappreciated, sort of left behind by time in some circumstances. And, uh... This time we are doing a movie... That is sort is related very heavily to the movie we did last week. Indeed, Luke, ask me what movie we're doing this week. Bartek, what is the movie that we are doing this week? The movie that we are doing this week is Gangjikich Vjepshu. What does that mean, Bartek? You do not speak Polish, so I will tell you. The movie is Wild Hogs. <gasps> clap, clap, clap. That's what we just did. Yep. This movie is made by the same director as the movie we did in the previous episode, Old Dogs. Ah, and here we are with yet another animal-themed title. However, you're in for a surprise, ladies and gents. Mm-hmm. There, there are no animals. Oh, there's one animal, but it's not a hog. I'm sorry. Before yeah. we continue, I will introduce our guest now. Ladies and gentlemen... Give a big round of listening to our guest, Claudia. Hello. Hello. Claudia is visiting us from Ecuador, and we are very excited to have her on the show. Very much so. And I'm excited to be here. Thank you very much for being here. I only flew here to be to be in the show, so. I know. I know. We appreciate your time. Mm. I'm I'm gonna be showing that off forever. The fact (laughs) that we have an international visitor specifically for this show. Tell your friends about us. So, uh, have either of you ever seen this movie before? Absolutely, I have. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of it when you first saw it? I thought that the having four like main characters, I think that worked. If they'd had like one more or one less, it would have thrown off the balance. But I think four was just the right amount. Mm. You know, fun fact about this movie, it was inspired by a George Carlin bit. Really? Then yeah, hmm. there, there was, he had a show called "You're All Diseased," where he talked <laughs> where he talked about the pussification of men, specifically from a thing that is Harley Davidson themed restaurants, and he described it like these aren't your typical, you know, uh, seven day a week bikers. These are your weekend bikers, ah, weekend your, warriors. your yeah. dentists, your businessmen, your software engineers, and three of the characters in this movie have yeah. those specific jobs. Well, how about that? Yes, this is getting eerily accurate. Yes, so this movie is heavily inspired by one of the most famous uh, stand-up comedians of our time. Does that then mean that the uh, the antagonist of the film is sort of meant to be channeling George Carlin? Um, maybe sort of. Uh, it, it certainly gives its own spin on the whole idea of bikers. Yeah, we learned a couple of lessons here today, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, after all, the heroes are those ones who are pussified, yeah. as he said. They are the uh, pretenders, if you will. Mm-hmm. 
Claudia, have you seen this movie before? Um, no, never. Never. So this will be your first time. So much like the previous two episodes, we have a guest on who has never seen the episode, and she will see exactly what makes it such an amazing movie as it goes on. And it's not just the presence of William H. Macy. It's not just the software engineer. Oh, well, <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to start the episode in three, two, one, play. Last half. There we go, the movie has started. Better. You know, every episode starts off with us watching mm. the, you know, yeah. opening logos, the studio company. What's your favourite logo been so far? Uh, on this show? I don't yeah. I don't know if it's been on, but I remember I always like the Dolby ones. I think Legendary Pictures is my favourite because it looks like it's going to kick your ass. Mm. So the movie starts off already showing the bikers. Oh, I didn't. I didn't mention it, but uh, I, I. Well, I mentioned it last week, but I'll just restate it. I did see this movie. It was playing in the background while I was playing a game once, and I remember enjoying it. But I, I wasn't sure if it was me playing the game that I enjoyed or if the movie really added to it. So well, now you get to find out, don't you? I watched the movie again yesterday, and I, I can confirm that it was definitely the movie that <laughs> did it for me. But. Uh, now I get to talk about why this movie is amazing. Here we go. Uh, John Travolta, it's good to see you again. Yeah, so we're already establishing here that they are friends because they each do it, not to all, everyone to everyone else, but they all do one fist bump between... Mm. Well, rule of three, there are three yeah. fist bumps. And I'm surprised they're all able to fit on the road like that, to be mm. honest. Oh, that's <laughs> William. So and yes. then you're establishing that his character is a complete one, I guess. Yeah, the butt monkey. Mm. There you go, Bartek, there's a trope for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we've established that they're friends. They they start off, you know, really cool, but uh, Ooh. yeah, <laughs> Willie here gives us a little bit of a no. We're we're comic kind relief. of goofy. We're kind of goofy. Yes, he's very much the comic relief. And the movie starts off. It introduces all the characters one by one. Not unlike Reservoir Dogs, except Not, they didn't introduce everyone. Yeah, Mr. Blue. What's his story? Yeah, well, he's deader than Dillinger. So the first person mentioned was the dentist, Doug. Tim Allen. He's back. And that's all he's eating today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the last episode Ryan was on had our first Tim Allen movie. It was pretty great. Shaggy Dog? Yes, indeed. Oh, fantastic. It had an insane performance by Robert Downey Jr. Yes. So Tim Allen, he pseudo-presented the Oscars the other day because he was Buzz. Indeed he was. His best role to date. Yes. And this movie, it's going to be sort of hinted at in a review later on, but this movie does have a Toy Story reference all throughout it. Really? Tim, Tim Allen voiced Buzz, and John Travolta's character's name is Woody. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is a Disney movie, so it's allowed. Can I just say that um, in the previous scene when he wanted to grab the bacon, his son is the one telling him that he can't. So is there some sort of imbalance of power here? I want to know more about it. Well, yeah, probably this isn't so much the pussification thing, but it, <laughs> it is definitely an emasculation. Indeed. That, that, that's a big conflict of all these main characters. It, not so much Woody, but his life is falling apart. Yeah, you can tell he's not enjoying himself. He remembers a better time. Yeah. He's got that nihilistic smile on his face. So we're probably showing us how each of these characters is emasculated throughout their normal lives and then how they try to regain their masculinity throughout the movie. That is a is general that? theme throughout the movie, yeah. yeah. Okay. With Doug, the first guy we saw, he's probably... He, his life is decent, but it's like he's not the wild person he used to be, and that's no. sort of his thing. It's midlife crisis. Now, this guy here, Bobby, uh, he's probably the most emasculated. 
You can tell because yeah, can his tell. wife is domineering and his yes, his yeah. wife, wife, daughter, mother. and gra- and mother in law all don't really yeah, respect. Oh, and I forgot he's got oh, a daughter as well. Is, yeah. a, a car alarm that shits. There's an image for you, ladies and gents. You can use that <laughs> oh one. my god, those boots! Oh Jesus Christ! How many polar bears did she? You look like an Eskimo hooker. That's a... killed. Oh wow. Yep. Dad, you are so lame. Yep, and she's never seen again. Really? Really? Well, oh, yeah, only the wife is seen throughout this movie. Yeah. The rest of the family, they're just one-scene wonders. Well, she certainly sold that scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's great that they didn't need to put them all throughout the movie. They just gave them a couple of lines, and those were straight up the parts of the movie that they yeah. sold. And they, I think it worked. They represented the hardships that he faces in his everyday. Yeah, and it brings up that uh, even though he's unemployed, he he's writing a book... They never mention the book again, but at least they've given us something about him. Yeah, he he is an educated man. Mm, Martin Lawrence. Is it just me, or is she, like, the words look supporting, but the look on her face is not... Well, she... Ultimately, she wants what's best for him, but it's just her attitude towards him that's sort of the antagonistic element in his life. Yeah. So, like, she's saying right now, I got you your job back. I got you the appointment. And it cuts straight to him at the job. So, yeah. you know, she, she is... She definitely loves him. I, don't, I certainly don't doubt that. I guess so. Th- there's no subplot of anyone cheating on anyone in this movie. So, you know, mm. family yeah. values. It's a... Yeah. Once, you know, we're not here to fuck around. Yeah. You know, it's not like the, the next movie in this director's reptile, which is Old Dogs, which very much is about the family, whereas this is about... Uh, taking a ta- Yeah, taking a break... To find your inner inner man, inner inner wild person, your yeah. inner wild. Your inner wild. Yes, a bit better than the actual movie Wild with her. What's her face? The blonde one. Yeah. Oh yeah, one. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Thank yes. you for remembering the name. Okay, Dudley. Dud- Not Dursley. Macy. Macy. Yeah. Macy. This this scene is uh, how you say hilarious. I think this is a really funny scene. Also, it starts off the Apple uh, product placement. Oh my god, look how old that laptop is. Yeah, what year is this from? This movie is from 2007, so nine mm-hmm. years ago. A lot can happen in nine years. Yeah, we, oh. were, like, we were like 14 yeah. back then, Luke. Uh, open int. Oh my god, it's voice Internet activated. Mm hmm. They thought that'd be all oh, the rage. Yes, but if this movie has Mac product placement, why isn't he using one? Because it's faulty. And now we have some granny love. Yeah. Don't you love it when you Google something and then of granny's voice just keeps saying inappropriate things off your yeah. computer? I also love <laughs> when I am tearing the computer apart and that doesn't... St- oh, okay. Yeah. Coffee is yeah. the na- now, computer's re- natural predator. Remember people, Apple computers don't do this. No. Wink, wink. <gasps> There's a cat! Yeah, he's he's got a cat. And it's called iCat. <laughs> iCat, and it never reappears again. It's oh. yet another one scene wonder. You know what? There are a lot of good characters in here that are not coming back, and that's irritating me. Mm. In Doug's one, it's just the patients, but they're not, you know, major characters at all, yeah. like the cat. Not like the cat. And now we've got Woody, the last Ooh, one. Woody broke. So he's he was the most successful of the bunch, okay. but uh, he's broke now, no money. Uh, his wife is divorcing him. A supermodel, apparently. Yes, oh, and italics. And he's mm. going to have another argument in the next scene with a very serious actor. Mm. So his life. Uh, it's not so much that he's not having a good time, is that it's pretty much falling apart for him. Well, when you join Travolta and you spend everything, you're going to have a bad time. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, his religion, he's, uh, yeah, well, let's not get into that. 
We'll get sued. Yeah. Maybe. And, well, you would get sued. I would go... Oh, by association... We just guess. Yeah. We don't I'm know strictly this. freelance. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah well, well... By association, you'd be... You know, you'd be... Oh, you'd be your name would be written down. You wouldn't <laughs> sell me out, would you? I wouldn't sell you out, but they're gonna... I'm not, I'm not telling them to sue me. I thought you cared. I thought you were. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the serious oh. actor. It's Toby, oh, the Toby. kid who rakes people's... Yards for ten dollars. It'll take hours. He cries. Luke, would you break this yard for ten dollars? Um, what's the denomination? That's the word. What kind of? Whose money is it? Like, country-wise. I mean, it's John Travolta's. All right, it's American money. So it's American money. All so right. it's a bit more than Australian. So you'll be good. Yeah, I will be making probably like like twelve. Twelve even. Twelve. An extra two freaking yeah. dollars. And, and all gentlemen. you have to do is go shh, 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 a bit. Yeah, but like, I get to well, work out a bit's and the same, but yeah. yeah, play my own music, be great. Why? So, so now all I could be raking a yard. So all the characters have been introduced, but we've got one more little scene with mm -hmm. Doug, and his tyrant of a son, mm -hmm. <laughs> who would rather play video games than talk Look, to his father. Yeah, oh. like all bad kids. Yeah, he'd rather play video games than yeah. play basketball Terrorist with his dad. Yeah. But then his friend and he'll, his dad, he'll, he'll play basketball with Okay, him. he's got a friend, his name is Stu, and it's not S-T-U, it's S-T-E-W, as in like, like the meal. Like a stew? Yeah, it's, it's not a... Like a look, like a, there it like is again. Oh. He can totally dunk, this guy. Wow. Maybe it's supposed to be one of those cool hipster names. Yeah. Maybe, you know, like Tim with two M's. Yeah, there are two spellings of Stuart, the S-T-U-R... Yeah, you're right, actually. Like Patrick Stewart, yeah. And then Stewart. Yeah, that is right. All right. So and, and and you know, <gasps> in oh, this movie, yeah, and in this movie, it doesn't really matter which spelling it is, but the subtitles decided on one, so that shows that this movie will really stand its ground on things. Because if yeah, you, it's not going to get pushed around. If you were to go up to Walt Becker and say, "Hey," uh, but like typing it like Stuart, and you spelt it the wrong one, he's like, "Did you not watch the movie with subtitles? It's clearly the one with E W A R T." Yeah. You could have a big fight over this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, William again. Surprised he's not dead yet. Yeah, especially since he's wearing a leather helmet this whole movie. Yeah, where is he supposed what? to be? Why is from? it leather? I believe it's a reference to another movie, an old biker movie. Mm. Mm. Easy Rider, I believe it was called. Yeah, right. So for now, they just like drive around the city? Yeah. Yes, they're Doing... pretty much every weekend they escape their lives by getting on their motorcycles and going to a bar just to, you know, so is, uh, uh, masculine, <laughs> masculinize them. He's riding double. That's Aww. cute. Yes. But he's so sweet. He's yeah. helping out his friend. Mm -hmm. A lot of guys do that for their Well, girlfriend. Claudia, uh, you'll, you'll probably enjoy the fact that this movie has a lot of gay jokes, so, ah. and it starts pretty much with this scene My right here. My favorite kind of jokes, yes. Yeah. Fun for the whole family. Mm. Thanks, Woody. Thanks, Woody. No I, problem, I Buzz. I feel really safe with you, see? Has John Travolta ever voiced... Okay, can I just say that right now, John Travolta looks a lot like Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. <laughs> if anyone ever played that. I'm just saying. I don't own an Xbox. Uh, you could I tell from our Snow Dogs episode when I didn't know how to get rid of the... Listeners, if you agree with me, please send in a comment saying so, because I can't be the only one who says, sees this. <laughs> so, this movie was two years before Old Dogs, and John Travolta, I think, looks older in this movie than I that one. I don't know. The, year, ugh, the years were not kind to him in the intervening... Uh, 2008-2009. To be fair, he does wear that bandana for a lot of the movie. Yeah. Actually, you know what? He doesn't look that old here. Mm. Yeah. That was alright. I was expecting him to wear eyeliner or something just to go with the look. 
Okay, is this one of those gay jokes you're talking about? Because, like, the tough, gruff-looking guy is talking about a day spa. Yeah, this one might be one of the subtle ones of this movie. Ah, uh, because, you know, you can't enjoy wine coolers and day spas and be a man at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Of, of it's course heresy. Can't. Of course you can't. Yeah. Well, as we established in the Snow Dog, at least they're not wearing pink. If, so it doesn't confuse us. Well, if they were, they'd probably be even tougher. Cause oh, yeah, some people will say that real men wear pink, but... yeah. yeah. I do like the whole thing of oh we go to our you know biker themed bar. This is this is probably the Harley Davidson bar that uh, they were talking about in the George uh, Carlin bit. Yeah, this is probably everything George would despise. Yeah, so I wonder if that uh, guy there, the waiter, I wonder if he does that little shtick just for them, or yeah. if that's his like job to do that. Because he he does refer to them as the wild hogs, so he definitely knows them. Right, he yeah. knows a thing or two. Yeah. So you know what. I'm going with the conclusion that he does it just for them. Yeah, because they're probably regulars. Like no one else in this bar, from what I can tell, in like at least this shot, is really dressed like them. Yeah, or probably actually owns a bike. Yeah, Mm. they probably have a minivan or something. A minivan is the ultimate sign of the impotent adult. Yes, because you have a family that you have to. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Yeah. so that's all. Yeah. Yeah, Wi-Fi was a big deal back then. Well, Apple's always been a big deal, so yeah. that's his really big thing in this movie. He's got Apple hotspots. He uses the Apple product. He's about to get a tattoo of the freaking Apple logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you actually see that? Oh yeah, he makes a big deal. You, well, mm-hmm. they're not going to hide it. It's product placement. But you know what? <laughs> but you know what? We're we're talking about it as if it's not really a bad thing. This movie doesn't really make it a bad thing. Oh, look! It said Claudia. It did. Oh, was that uh, the, the name of uh, his John Travolta's... Oh. Of his wife? Is, uh, his his wife who's divorcing oh. him, but they don't find out about that until the end of the movie. Is that art imitating um, life, or is that the other way around? I would say, yes. Yeah. All we need is a Luke and a Bartwomie Kaspershak in this movie, and then we oh, got us. I sure hope so. So I was saying, uh, product placement, it's not always a good thing, but in this movie, they do it twice, very early on, and then just kind of let it go. Yeah. They don't, d- they don't dwell on it, and I think that's... It's important. Really admirable. Yeah. It's like something necessary, but just like do it first, get it out of the way, and then just go on with the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's important? It's not like Man of Steel. <laughs> I'd like to point out that if John Travolta's character hadn't raised all these existential concerns, they probably would have not gone on their adventure. Probably. Well, like I said, he's the one who's falling apart, so he's yeah. very much sort yeah. of the leader of the group, even though I think Tim Allen's character is more styled as a leader main character yeah. type. He's like Zach Galifianakis in The Hangover 2, I think, because he's all concerned about he's going to lose his friends because they're all getting married. Oh, that's sad. So he wants to keep them together. <laughs> Do you remember that guy? Yeah, this is another thing that uh, kind that of... A, what happened to Peterson? Did he I die? I think he's oh, killed. The guy yeah. who... He probably died. Yeah, yeah, the guy who came up to them said that... Oh, yeah, like the armband. Yeah, yeah, he said Tom Peterson passed away last week so you could all ride with this flag and, you know, it's like not a very manly thing but it's establishing the fact that they're at an age where some people just end up dropping dead. Yeah. You know, middle age, pretty much. Yeah, just started the whole thing, you know, we should do that, do this, we could die any... Any day now. So we have this scene right here where Doug is combating his family who really cares about him. They don't drop it in this scene. Even yeah. tyrannical son, as you said. Yeah, well, didn't offer him the gravy. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure the son Douchebag. even says something in this scene like, Dad, no, not the butter or not the potatoes or something. So At that yeah. point I would just yell at my son, tell him to go to his room. <laughs> 
go to your room. I'm going to the hospital. Yeah, well, but first I'm going to enjoy this butter. Hmm. Man, Tim Allen, he's... <laughs> this son's laughing. Look, I'm sorry, but Kevin Spacey's uh, breakdown as a father figure was way better in American Beauty. He's... This is strictly kid stuff. Well, it is a... Mm, I was going to say family movie, but that's, that's old true. dogs. Yeah. Yeah. This movie does have more intense stuff, and I think they do drop a few swears, so... But he just Maybe said... Maybe later. Like, right now, he's in the... Is he? Okay. Why, why, is, why is he eating the potato? He's drinking gravy now. He's saying that, um, right. you know, he, he doesn't care if he has cholesterol movie. problems, he's eating whatever he wants. Oh. Well, here we go. No, Dad, you're LDL. Oh, he told him to butt out. That's a swear. Yeah. So apparently the I, thing was that... Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God, he's eating the butter. Yeah. Tim, oh. it's not worth it, man. No, it's not. Don't do it. Do don't, a Toy Story sequel. It. it won't oh. hurt as much as this. Yeah. I've never really been into butter. You know, like like, spread, like spreading or just like biting out of it. No, just like at all. I used to have mm -hmm. it like with cheese, and I'm like, you know, this you know this kind of kills the flavor a bit. I'll just take the cheese. Well, look, yesterday I had um, I had a pe one piece of chicken for dinner, and I just covered it in garlic aioli, and it tasted great. Oh, garlic's nice, yeah. So, yeah. It's I have no shame about sauce. Oh, he's calmed down. Oh, here's another Reservoir Dogs reference. Madsen, as in Michael Madsen, who played Mr. Blonde. Yeah, it's his last name. Mm -hmm. See. It's a hidden dialogue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a, a joke at this beginning part of the movie is also like he calls himself a doctor, but he's actually a dentist. And... <laughs> they did that in The Hangover. Okay. Yeah, they also did that in the really popular sitcom Two and a Half Men, but it wasn't a dentist, it was a chiropractor. And I bet before that they did it in probably one of George Carlin's skits again. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of funny how this wife and uh, Bobby's wife, the black wife, is the black wife. Uh, <laughs> oh, just to remind you guys, I don't remember. Uh, what, I don't remember what no, her oh, name is. Yeah, and, to be fair, I don't. Think and Bobby hasn't really had a second scene. Yeah. So far to himself, yeah. so, so I'm just being fair. Yeah. Um, they're very polar opposites because that one is very controlling, and she's against the trip. You're about to learn that. Yeah. And this one is, you know what? You should go on a trip. Yeah. You should do something. It, it'll be good for you. Nice. Although I have to wonder, like she kind of provoked him into eating all that food, so maybe what if this is just another step? In you know, master maybe plans? she's just, just feeling guilty. Maybe. Yeah. You know, to yeah, be that's more to likely, be fair, yeah. it was Tim Allen reading into it. I mean, mm. she did make an innocent comment. Like it, it was sort of you know poking fun at him. But... Okay, so Bobby's wife's name is Karen. Okay. Karen, Karen, Ka was it? Uh, one of those. We can just call her Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence's wife. We can just call him Black. Because they have black hair. <laughs> Look, they have black hair. Anyway. Uh, Hell just froze on. over. It's 8.30 in the morning. Oh, God, I didn't need to say Oh, oh the okay, there it is. There it is. Oh, it has the colors and everything. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Is it red? It said my skin. It's every color. Ah. It's like rainbow. Okay, yeah. I think he's still think... high on the Yeah, like anesthesia. the logo. I'd just like to point out that we're all wearing an article of red clothing today. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm wearing red shorts and an orange shirt. I'm wearing a red singlet top. And just a red shirt. Here we are. Mm. Oh, Claudia, that means you're going to die at the end of the episode. Oh, does it? Yeah, red shirt. But will my death be like broadcasted at least? Well, you'll get a credit. Well, since you're alive now, do you want us to? Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, I might this as well use it for good, you know? Okay. Like, maybe it will get the ratings up a little bit. Yeah. Help you out. <laughs> Did you hear that, Judge Justice? Uh, we've, we've gotten 
verbal consent and it's recorded. Yes. Yeah, so yes. you can't put us in the naughty corner. Yes. That's where you go when you, you just break wait the until the end of the episode. You will have a very satisfying uh, mm-hmm. cutscene. I was going to say sexy, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's a kids' movie. Uh, you don't need a GPS to discover America. Mm-hmm. You need a bike and the road, and so, probably some sense of you know direction or something. Yeah, like signals to Look, tell you if you're Mad, not going the wrong way. If Mad Max had said that, it would sound semi-plausible, but this is not. Because it's, yeah, they yeah. look like they really do need the GPSs. Yeah, um, and now he's dancing. Okay, I know the song he's singing. <gasps> Britney. I remember that. You it's know, my prerogative. You know, to be fair, in this movie, it's never a conflict that they get lost. I mean, really? they, they do. It should be though. Yeah, so they, they 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 at one point they do want to call someone, but they don't ever get lost. So the GPS thing doesn't really matter. Hmm. It's just the oh. fact that... Oh, oh there's... The goofball did the why. goofy. Why wouldn't you just toss it on the ground and step on it? Because he's the goofy one. Ah, uh, yes. It's like, well, you all threw it far away, so I'm going to do it something different and throw it far away and hit someone. The quest begins. Yeah, so this is really where the trip starts. Yeah, here's America, as we know it. Mm-hmm. Power lines, railroads. Roads, trees. There's going to be Probably desert, a baseball field mountains. eventually. Some factory there. Stuff. Farmland. The pervading sense of emptiness and frustration. This is Ryan's homeland. Is it? Who's? Ryan, the oh. co-host of this show who's not here. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's a country bumpkin. So I'm making... Okay, here we have an open-top jeep full of girls. Mm-hmm. They're probably going on a trip, too. Yeah. No, they're just oh, going to 7-Eleven. I was expecting someone, so one of them to flash them or something. Yeah. I don't That's think... usually what happens in these movies. Yeah. Like when I'll... they find out like a yeah, bus full of right? girls, they just like flash people. I will confess, like... I'm well, a disappointed. They're about to reappear. Oh. oh, oh, yeah. They have. To, it's a call. It's a call back to a few seconds ago. <gasps> See, they're not so late. They're not so cool now. Oh, look at their little yellow doobies. Uh, rain jackets. You guys want to ride? And then. Oh, like, that's oh, so mean. Bye bye. Yeah. Dude, bye don't bye, you? Baby. Don't you love it when, you know, women hit on you and then the rain starts and like, haha. I love doing that. Ah, uh, it happens every best. time. They pretend to like me, then they take my Nintendo 64. So is that a thing? that rain makes women laugh? No, just seeing guys look miserable. Okay. <laughs> you know, I still have my Nintendo 64. Me too. Mm. Is it your Nintendo 64? It is my okay. Nintendo 64. Fair enough. The yeah. only one I have ever owned, and it's a Pikachu one. Mm. Oh, and the my cheeks God. light up, and the the power button is a Pokeball. How much do you want for it's it? No, no, it is priceless. I will never sell no. it. Yeah, I had a Pokemon Game Boy Color. Yeah, those are neat. Mm. Yeah, it has. Those you know how it's got the, like the power light? Yeah, it's, like, it's Pikachu's little red. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember um, Pokemon Printer? No. Oh yeah, it's like an add-on to the color. Yeah, you could put the cord in. It's a cord between this little printing device and your Game Boy, and whatever's on the screen, you could print it out in this little newsprint looking thing it looks like it's been ripped straight from the 50s it was it was beautiful that is awesome it was a great time to be alive mm. now oh, we've got man, 3d just... printing mm. so we've got the end of their first day of being laughed at yeah bobby's commiserating mm. yeah, he's just reminding us that he's in this movie that's what he had went to, went oh, he's a plumber remember that's why well on or in did you see he said something about condoms in his shoes. Oh, because oh, um, he, in an earlier scene, he had to clean a bathroom that apparently was entirely... Yeah, that's shit. right, he was a plumber. Uh, so he had to, like... That, there's that. Yeah, wear 
I was going to say protection, but like basically wearing a glove over his shoes so he doesn't get dirty. Continuing the theme of emasculation, William H. Macy can't talk to women because they're scary. Aww. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Will. It's okay, Will. You'll get the girl. I it's know. not all bad. He's carrying a ukulele in this scene. You could use that. Yeah. But it never yeah. comes back again. Like, yeah. women like a musical man, I guess. Yeah. Unless it's 4am well, like, and they're trying to sleep. I mean, they got John Travolta. He was in a musical once. Yes. Yeah, what was it called? Um, How sweat? Get Jesus Grease Superstar. Ah, yes. Jesus mm. Grease. Superstar. Oh. oh, my God. Burning down the highway in a Yamaha. Yeah. That was really reckless. But at least it is setting up for a, a joke where they can have a you know another gay gay character yes. appear. Yes, one of the, one of played the by the inimitable games. John John McGinley. I believe that's his name. Yeah. Yes. What was he in Luke? Scrooge. Oh, Doctor Cox. Yeah, Doctor Cox. Okay. Thanks for answering that because I actually didn't know anything he was in because I don't know what Scrooge. <gasps> Bartek. Blasphemy. I watch much TV. I watch, I watch, I watch two deaths by the end of this podcast. I watch Seinfeld. What's no, the deal good. with tents? It's not like you're supposed to burn them down. I wonder if Jerry Seinfeld will ever have a bit on the pussification of men. I... Mm. Well, once he um, he talked, he's I don't know what the sketch was about, but he said there is no such thing as fun for the whole family, and that really resonates with me. You know that apparently he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Like, he hasn't really been in much, but apparently he's... Seinfeld? Oh, I'm sorry, he, he's one of the richest... He's the richest actor in the world, apparently. Huh. And here is the gay undertones, which oh, is why... here we are. There he is, with a The human body was going to show something to us, would be, yeah. Well, he, he, he's really selling this uh, early intense part. Hmm. Listening to all their gay innuendo. <laughs> oh, dear. They're talking pretty naturally. <laughs> yeah, we mentioned last week, like, um, I can't remember. It was the scene where they were at the camp and yeah. they, they were doing all the gay jokes there, how their dialogue matched whatever they needed to further the joke of them being gay. So, like. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is the exact same thing. It's all meant to be misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much this character's existence to. Catch the misunderstandings and want to be involved. Lewd, lascivious. Yeah. And the next words he says pretty much establish. One count of pure jealousy. Oh, oh <laughs> talk dirty to me. And he's a cop, so it's kind of got like a village people undertone to it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, young man. Like the hair. There's no need to feel down. Well, they're all not young, but... But the uniform is like really man. tight too. Just too. Yeah, his uniform is straight out of like a porn... Yeah, or straight yeah, right. kind of, I would say. So I'm going to have to arrest you for all the stuff he just said. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he just <laughs> oh, said, Daddy. oh dear, he just said the word. Dada? Dada. Father. Well, you know. Give me legs. Half of them are fathers. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, specific, specifically those two. To say daddy. So who's, who's um, thumbs up was better then? Was it? You know, the Highwaymen's or the Dentists? It must have been the Highwaymen's, right? definitely. Yeah. Oh, just Tim Allen's look pretty good to me. You know, apparently this is the movie that sort of killed Tim Allen's, like, AAA career. Like, after this... I he, can't believe that. After this, he's only really been in, like, independent mm -hmm. films, and, you know, he's, he is Buzz Lightyear, so he'll be in those films. But yeah. 
yeah, he didn't really get too much work after this one. But, you know, John Travolta certainly didn't suffer. Mm-mm. And I don't think the other two did either. No. It was just Tim Allen. And here come those guys. Yep. Bit of foreshadowing. For I don't... Is it, is it the Del Fuegos or is yeah, it just... Yes, that's the ones. Yeah. What does that mean, Claudia? Of the fire. Of the fire? Yeah. Just or that. from the fire. Ah. So people who picked Charmander. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll put it down, Will. Put it down. Yeah, you don't really get it. Oh, wow, that's cool. Oh, that's a... That's a that's Mad a Max cool shit. Line. Yeah. Mm. Mad Max, that won a lot of Oscars. Yeah, yes, it, was, it did. The, uh, the best Australian film when it comes to Oscars. I mean, it won the most, and it was Australian. Yeah, we got nice. a lot of Australian speeches. Yeah. <laughs> Mate. I like the costume lady, because she seemed very much like, oh, yeah, she looks like she'd be looking after people in the after-school program or something. <laughs> she, was, she wasn't dressed in, like, a dress or anything. She just had a jacket on. Yeah. And then, the sound, and then the sound editors, they weren't even Australian, but they're the ones who, one was crazy and the other said, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As an aside, Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron's uh, stunt doubles fell in love and got married, I believe. Oh, really? So, yeah, so there's a bit of love in the dystopia. So mm. that's sort of, I mean, adds a bit of Max X fury. It brings people closer than pretending to get the shit beaten out of you. Oh, here we got a locust scene. <gasps> Oh, dear. Oh. Now that's wild. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, the yeah, bugs not, in your teeth. He's not going to... screams wild like having buck shit all over your face. He's mm-hmm. not going to... Oh. Uh, they get okay. it too, and it's, oh. ju- it's just as funny the second time, because this time it happened to two people. So, is this a plague, or and is Joshua it just migration? Ah. Now, do you guys think that, or you know, Luke, but Claudia, do you think mm. that John Travolta's also going to get a locust news? No, he gets a bird. <laughs> oh, shit. I like how like he doesn't take the feather no. out of his mouth. Looks tough. Yeah. A- apparently, there are some scenes in this movie that are improvised, and I wonder if not spitting out the feather was something that he did on his maybe. own. Like a Could choice be. of it? Yeah, yeah, maybe. There's only one scene that I definitely know how to improvise a bit, and it happens later when he goes to the bar. Here comes the sexy bathing scene. Mm-hmm. You like us? Oh. There's us. There is. That's we William like H Macy's. Macy naked because that's yeah. what we really needed at this time of day. That's what we want. Yes. At this time of year, localized. Well, I mean, of the four characters, room. wouldn't you rather see the oldest guys us? Well, the oldest looking guys us. Why? Um, because isn't it the one that has the most experience? Hmm. I'm just saying. I'm trying to get into the mind of the, yeah, but the people who make the movie. Just, uh... It's like experience. Oh, do you want okay. the experience or do you want like to see all that gravity just going, making it go down? I don't know. That is exactly what we're dealing with here. Gravity. Hmm. Mm. The I'm years just, have not been kind. I'm just trying to find how, what the screenwriter, the director, the producer, whoever was thinking and trying to By think. By showing his ass and not the yeah. other one. Yeah, specifically right. his and no one else's. Well, hmm. look. Applied properly, male old man asks can make a great show. Breaking Bad, for instance. We saw a lot of Brian Cranston's ass, and that show yes, was amazing. Did. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and this... which, which character here do you think looks the most like Brian Cranston? I'm going to say Martin Lawrence, just to be an asshole. We didn't see Martin Lawrence's mm-hmm. asshole. We didn't see anyone's asshole, per se. No, no. No, just the ass. Actually, William H. Macy has made a career of showing his ass a lot of shameless yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen it no no you're right yeah. there is if you freeze frame it ladies and gentlemen you can probably get a good view you know every episode we have to put a screen cap onto an I episode think, I think we just you just found it 
Mm. Oh, crap. It's time to submerge. And it's going to be this little boy taking off shirt. Of course. Not not man taking off shirt. Yeah. No, you know, you just... know that they're not trying to create... This father, it's another case of he's written to really fan the flames. Oh, dear. Like, everything that he says oh for the kids God. to do, it just brings them closer to dick. Mm-hmm. Closer to dick. <laughs> yeah. That uh, should be the name of someone's autobiography. I just want to rephrase that. I just oh. said that a father in a movie was trying to bring their kids closer to dick. Yeah, like, what? Is, <laughs> this guy is pathological. He just he is yeah. so friendly. Like, you know what? I bet after this little incident, he was a lot more paranoid and just... Oh, yeah. yeah the, the well, it probably friendly. was a good thing for him. I mean... Why wouldn't you want your kids like to be like swimming around like a pool full of like four guys that you don't know, even if they're not naked? They could. Be oh, potato salad there. lady just got it. There I do it like is. how cool Tim Allen is though. Like when they realize he's just like, well, guys, you know, I was trying to get you away yeah, from here, right? So you know, just fret, just walk away. But no, they're like, no, run, 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 ditch that bag. Well, well no, one of them's gonna grab it, but uh, that sounds like an innuendo. I bet the her potato, potato salad? salad was really good. Hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, there's another man. Oh, there's it. Um, ah, he's oh, back. Oh, Dr. Cox. Yeah, see, he's actually kind of kept in shape just a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, than Willow Ridge, it's kind of funny. Oh, that yeah. You mentioned the innuendo thing with the salad. There is the phrase tossing salad, yeah. which, is, which is analingus. Yes. There, okay, so that lady's salad. Oh, God, I'm glad the. the and that also has to do with ass, right? Yeah, analingus. Yeah. means licking ass. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm 12 years old. See? What is so we've sex? seen like a bunch of asses, potato salad. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's a very sexual, sexual so, undertones. Oh, so uh, I forgot that we saw his ass. So we got we see the fittest ass. Yeah. And yeah. we see the oldest ass. So we get like a bit of an ass contrast. Yeah. We are not at an impasse, you might say. Impasse with the ass contrast? To Break it down now. Whoa. Oh, well, no, no. We're going to get content ID matched. Uh, but unfortunately, Gay Cop never appears again. You do know that his name is actually, like, Gay Highway... Yeah, in, in the credits, yeah. Gay like, Patrolman. In the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, that is the character's name. Even his character in, in um... What's that thing that had Rob Schneider in it, where he's, like, an animal? He's got parts of animals inside him. Was it oh, on yeah. South Park? No, 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 um, <laughs> it's an actual movie. It's, like, the story is his character was in an accident, so the doctor... Replaced oh, his organs with animal parts. There was something like that. I, I can't remember. Oh, well, anyway, I haven't it, seen it, too many. He, John McGinley is in that for one scene, and that character still has a name. Whereas in this, he's in it for a couple, and he's still just called the Gay Patrolman. Gay Highway Patrolman, gay, gay, yeah. yeah. So is it like a trope for movies? Maybe. The Gay Highway Patrolman? Maybe the, the eccent, eccentric Highway Patrolman. Mm. Okay, so here, is optional. So here we are. About to meet the antagonist of yes. the film. There's a... Oh, there's a... What do you Here is the first true test for Tumbleweed. Incidentally, okay. there's a town in New South Wales that is getting destroyed by tumbleweeds. Really? Seen, yeah. Like, I've seen a picture of a house. It is <clears throat> half buried in tumbleweeds. Yeah. But that would be like hinting at something like Western kind of situation. Yeah. Where they have to save a town or something. From the tumbleweeds. Mm. Sounds like a horror movie in there somewhere. <laughs> Fear the tumbleweeds. <laughs> so to bring back what we said earlier, that uh, these... The antagonists of this movie kind of represent the side of the people that George Carlin was saying weren't the pussified yeah. people. They're, they're the real bikers and, of this movie. But then again, they're also kind of the antithesis of these guys. These guys are old and looking to get some young thrills, whereas the, ant the antagonists 
never really grew up, to my mind. Hmm. Yeah, they kind of just stuck where they are. It yeah. kind it kind of reminds me of like stories, sort of like sort of like GTA San Andreas, where a lot of the characters at the beginning of the movie, uh, sorry, at the beginning of the game, are stuck in the lifestyle that they've always known. You know, they're still yeah. in a gang. They're still right. pushing drugs just, and all that kind of stuff because they just can't grow as individuals. Yeah. And you know what's funny? We said that, like, you know, they've never grown up, apparently. Yeah. This guy here, Jack, he's... Oh, a, he, this guy... He's played by Ray Liotta, who was, like, 50 during this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's 50? He looks like 28. Yeah, he was born in the 1950s, and this movie was 2007, so he's wow. got to be, like, 49, in early 50s. Yeah. I was surprised, yeah. no. Yeah, he, he his character is an absolute jerk hole. Yeah, uh, to, later on in this scene, Martin Lawrence really describes quite accurately. I reckon, well, accurately, but he describes that this whole scene here kind of feels like a pre-rape kind of thing, because you know they're they're acting well, like an intimidation. Yeah, intimidation. Yeah. Hmm. But he uses the words pre-rape and who like, does? Huh? Who Martin, does? Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Ah, oh. black. Yeah. <laughs> right. See, if we call him by his the actor name, you don't remember like him, but Cranston. I say black, then you remember who it is. Because he's got black hair. Oh yeah, this... Here, right here, where John Travolta is not saying anything, but just squinting, this was one of the things that they improvised and left in. I like it. Yeah. Look at him, he's so still. Yeah, he's just squinting, acting all... Oh, wow. Intimidating. His eyebrows are... And he, he doesn't crack. Acting all by themselves. Yeah. So yeah, uh, basically this scene is going to end with them pretty much calling them out in the style of George Carlin's bit, you know, saying, yeah. you are the posers. Posers is the big thing that they call him in this movie. Okay. And it's very ironic. It's like, you're calling them posers, and on the other hand, you are people who are absolutely stuck in a lifestyle where this is all you do. So who's better off and who's not better off? Well, no doubt the answer is some happy medium where you find things that make you happy, but you also attend to your responsibilities as needs dictate. Yeah, but I guess their lifestyle is one where they've escaped all those types of responsibility because they're very much... Yeah, they're straight up they outlaws, do. pretty but, much. But here's the thing. You've got to drive those bikes. You've got to pay for your beers and whatnot. Where does that money come from? Well, Luke, I, I just said they're outlaws. They don't pay for a lot of things. No, mm, yeah, but you have to pay for petrol eventually. Well, yeah, but if you're going to rob someone, why would you pay for petrol? Oh. Well, in that case, that only works as long as they can successfully rob yeah. people. And they're described as like a 50-man group, and like even when the, sher the sheriffs go up to them and they're like, oh, don't cause trouble, and like, fuck you, sheriff, or something like that. That's the yeah. kind of attitude. They no. No major authority is after them. No. Maybe they have some kind of side business, like drunk traffic king or like you know what? dealership. You're probably right. And not a single one of them has a gun in this movie. So okay, so arms. No, I don't know. Like so maybe drugs. Two guys. Yeah. yeah. Porn. Porn. Then maybe they're trafficking biker porn. Actually, there. Yeah. Are, actually, there are no guns in this movie because the two, the three sheriffs we meet later on in the town, where the rest of the movie is set in, they specifically mention, yeah, we don't carry guns anymore, because you risk. Accidentally, oh, the... you risk accidentally shooting it when you don't realize it's loaded. Oh, yet another metaphor. Mm -hmm. mm. This guy's face—what a happy clown! Yeah, that guy is kind of. 
he's the dumb guy who, in one scene, says something surprisingly smart and he gets slapped. He, he's very much like, if you watch South Park, he's basically Mimsy. Ah, yeah. But who says more disturbing things in line of, like, in the scene in Happy Gilmore, he's like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. It's like You eat pieces of shit why for do, Why do you say things that keep implying you do bad things? Like, if we're going to drink piss, we drink it cold. That's a line right. from later on. I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, the, it seemed like it was going well. Here there, we go. But then William Macy comes in. They're like, oh, my God, we got the, the programmer. The thing is, he's right. They're like, them riding out for the weekend is... What do you call it? It's like tourism. I know, but basically they're getting mad over something that doesn't really matter. Well, to them it must matter. Yeah, to them, but they hang out and... They're bad guys, so we don't really want to, you know, give them what they want. Even though the credits scene does give them something they very much want. shit, this guy's perceptive. Hmm. Look at him. Yeah, he, he, like I said, he's straight up doing George. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Will. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, and in in a scene where uh, John Travolta, he's he's gonna, let's just say he does some damage to their little bar by accident. That's pretty, pretty badass. Yeah. In terms of a biker thing, it is. Like, I, I would in a different kind of movie. I would almost think that they'd be like, okay, maybe he, maybe he is a bit of a, he's got a biker spirit in him. But no, they just get no. Well, once once you cross them, it's like, oh, they did a bad thing to us, bad guys. They must pay. I like to point out the sidecar here, which is um, not something you see much more these days. Yeah. Yeah. What is the shame in a sidecar? Like really. I have no idea. You don't, have, you don't have to do any of the work. You just, yeah, sit, just there, sit there, enjoy and the, the breeze. Let the locusts hit you right in the face. Mm. I guess it's, the problem is it just doesn't look as badass, I guess. Yeah, you're just like, sitting there with your arms. Because they, they treat the bikes like a part of themselves. Like the, the thing in the biker culture is that if you ride on the back of a bike, the back of the bike is called like a bitch seat. And, <laughs> yeah, and, really? Yeah, and yeah, earlier, so. and earlier on in the scene where uh, Woody was drive riding and William Macy, Macy was on behind him, he's like, "Don't sniff my neck when you're riding, bitch." That's a bit of a mm-hmm. call, a reference to the whole. Also, it wasn't thing. you're riding, comma bitch. Uh, yeah, he wasn't calling yeah. him a bitch. He's saying uh-huh. that like he was he's sitting in the bitch, bitch. seat, oh, okay. so to speak. Oh, here we go. The the fellowship is fading. Are they? John Travolta gets his share of arguments in this movie, yeah. And this is just another one of them. Uh, oh, um, we forgot to mention, during the scene where Ray Lerner was yelling at them, he mentioned an important plot point, the fact that the bar was built by, like, the true prototypical biker. Yeah. Um, I, I forget the biker's name, but he... Blade. he Blade, that's right. Damien Blade. Damien Blade, and he made the bar, and, like, he's, he's what everyone strives to be. Yeah. And that, that's important for a later scene. Indeed. We won't spoil it, but yeah. it is important. It, it's a bit of a deus ex machina scene, yeah. but you know what? This movie sells it, and I'll talk a bit more about that when we get there. Alright, he's sneaking in. Play the Mission Impossible theme in your head to everyone. Or, 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 bon, or Bon Jovi. It's all the same. <laughs> Can I get a high five? Didn't want to high five too loud, because then yeah. the microphone will go red. That's bad. We like wearing red, but the microphone... We like leaving out. keys in the ignition. Yeah. It's because they know no one's going to fuck with them until Danny Zuko does it. 
<laughs> they know it until they realise they were wrong. Ooh, baby. Mm. Yeah, and he, he... I love vandalism. Yeah, he doesn't get caught. The fact that he doesn't get caught pretty much leads to the... Immolation. Yeah, the, the problem of the film, the fact that these bikers want them dead. Yeah, what if one of them mm. just happened to walk out the front door? That's what I th thought it was going, and if that would have happened, then that would be, like, their problem. Like, the whole movie could be, like, they kidnapped John Travolta, we need to get him back. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god, I watched that. But because they didn't, they create a new one. The fact that they're so angry, they don't realise that their bike's, you know, thing has been cut, and then one of them who just happened to be smoking and threw it off, you know, the pet it carried petrol, yeah. and boom. Vroom. Like Solander. Yeah. Except that led to the tragic deaths of several supermodels. Hmm. Speaking of Zoolander, at the Oscars they had the In Memoriam thing, and for David Bowie they used a clip from Zoolander. Oh. Wow. How come they've used a clip from Band Slam? <laughs> <laughs> because in Zoolander he's like, I think I can be of help, gentlemen, or something like that. <laughs> something nice. Uh, they're, they're, he's been in a lot of things, but you know, apparently Zoolander was the thing the Oscars like the most. Oh, uh, he's lying because he doesn't want to tell the truth. Oh yeah, he shows off, and it's not until oh, way later. That they realized, oh, he was lying. The trip is back on, everyone. Back on. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Mm. They're nice guys. They're just misunderstood. Yeah, so for pretty much the rest of the movie until the shit hits the fan, uh, Bobby, Doug, and Dudley are pretty much really happy because they Good. think that everything's just going well and John Travolta's always got shit, 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 yeah. shit, 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 shit in his head. He knows. Oh, they realize him. Mm -hmm. What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad hogs. Wild, wild hogs, hogs, wild, wild hogs. hogs. Yeah. He should have flipped him off instead of waved. Well, what do you think John Travolta's gonna do? We could have had two for one. Mm-hmm. There's that guy again. There you go. There we go. Very nice. It's like, look in the sky. Look up. These that those assholes got balls. That's impressive. Not everyone has that. Yeah. That I'm gonna m put my mouth on. Okay. You put what in your mouth? <laughs> that's not a kind of homosexual friend. Which is I like how they don't, I like I how they don't punch you in the face. Yeah. I like how they don't start moving until the punch happens. <laughs> yeah, like none of them are. Well, maybe they just will have to follow the boss. You know, yeah. if the boss doesn't move, they don't move. Good luck. Good luck. What? The oh, dude. Oh, he doesn't even throw it. He drops it. What an idiot. You shouldn't have closed your, opened By your mouth. opening his mouth and realizing what was happening. Just Let that like, be a lesson to all of you. Never open your mouth. It's just bad. Yeah, just don't. Mm -hmm. For the rest of this episode, we will breathe. do it with mouth closed. Best episode ever. <laughs> Michael Bay could not have done a better job of this explosion. That's actually a good explosion. Yep. Yeah. And it's a nuclear back. explosion from this angle. <laughs> you know what? Uh, what's, going oh. nuclear. That's nice. Oh god! Did you, we didn't do ha have the cool guys don't look at explosion scene. Oh shit! You're That's right. A classic okay. Well, they didn't realize right. there was going to be an explosion, so they couldn't prepare for it. That's right. Oh John, you should have known. Yeah, and pretty much John Travolta's uh, excuse throughout this whole movie is, "Come on, let's go on the road. Let's go." My soul needs something to drink. His constant like anything built by man is bad when he's riding a fucking motorcycle <laughs> is getting kind of irritating. Yeah. He's moving. Yeah. So he pretty much just said, we'll get, you know, 
gas petrol in this country uh, at the next station. And what do you think's behind this van? Is it perhaps a, a sign that tells them that it's going to take forever? Life oh gas dear. Two hundred miles. Well, that's a that's a different kettle of fish. Well, that's a sun actually. And that is a scorpion. That's no, a it's st- a lobster. And that's a scorp. That's a transformer. It's going to transform. Hmm. It looks pretty hot out there. It's also very hot here today. Mm. Yeah, this scene yeah, has a vulture. Just like... Oh, God. What's what? with the birds? <laughs> well, the vulture is like a symbol of death. Like, I'm going to wait till you die. Then I'm yeah. going to eat you. Hmm. But what I love is like, it's just like walking. Yeah, look at it. It's, it's not pace. even... He's usually perched up on a high rock just yeah. looking at them. But he's just like Tackling. following them. Like, the, like a nice pet. Yeah. Those, those of you that oh. are... so cute. It is kind of cute. Oh, it you think that's cute. cute? You should see I'll Be Home for Christmas. There's a vulture like that. When he's when the guy's first abandoned in the desert, he has like a vulture friend following him for a few minutes, hmm. and it's and it's like implies that the whole movie they're gonna be like buddies. But then as soon as the vulture finds another vulture, he just flies away. Oh, huh. yeah, that's pretty. Sad. So one of the reviews that I'm gonna read later on described that vulture as like death following William Macy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he should have died at the start of the movie, right? When he crashed, so you know. Which of the times he crashed? Uh, both probably. Oh, don't worry, he's going to crash, like, once or twice more. Probably, and he won't die. Oh, yeah, he's got a leather helmet. Oh. <gasps> Cold beer. beer. Because that's what you need right now. We're going to get some... Oh, cervezas. So, I just want to point out that the town that they're going to, which is one mile away, does have a petrol station. So, does that mean that they've now walked 199 miles pushing their bikes? Well, look, they probably were singing 500 miles in their heads to keep their spirits up. Mm. Yeah, but, helps. but the sign, which they didn't even see, said 200 miles. Yeah. So oh, they must have gotten most of that. So, yeah. so does, is, is this town the town that has the 200 miles away petrol station, or is this one that the sign just didn't account for? Well, the sign looked kind of old, right? So maybe... Maybe the town wasn't there before the yeah. sign. Ew. Did you see no. that? He no. was looking the uh, the beer dispenser. Oh, God. Oh, now they're yeah feeding each other. Oh. This is so <laughs> erotic. Yes, it is. Mm. Oh, they think that... This is funny. They think that they're the bad ones. They think that they're the, the fi- in the fires. Is that what Del Fuego's was? In the fires? Of the fuego. fires? Del Fuego. Of yeah. the, of the, from the fire or of the fire, depends. Mm. We should ask them next time they... Yeah, we should. Right. I guess in Polish it'd be Od Ogieng? I don't know. <laughs> in English it would be of the fire. Yeah. That is new in French. I don't know, but... From it, the fire, but I don't know. Or, it, yeah... I don't know, it doesn't sound Maybe cool from either. the fire, I guess. Like, they they come from the Sounds fire. Sounds more badass if we're talking we'll about call it, we'll call, assonance we'll call it fire. We'll call it vacation from the fire. <laughs> oh, hello, we're just here visiting from the fire. fires. <laughs> just make it un- as uncool as possible. Hey, look, you just mentioned making black jokes. Like the like we have done. Mm. If I were there, I'd try to think of one. Martin see what happens. tried to sh- is shutting that shit down. Don't worry, man. If Martin Lawrence hits you, you can complain to his wife. <laughs> it's the law. The long arm of it. Yes, the law who doesn't carry the gun. Because it's dangerous. You boys here for the Chile Festival. Hmm. Is he misspelling Chile in the subtitles, or is that... Chile is a country, but... No, yeah. no, they're actually talking about, like, Chile that you eat, so that... That is a misspelling, hmm. then. Well, in Spanish, Chile is, is spelled like that, so, oh, like, Chile... Okay. We, okay. don't, we don't say chili, we say chili. Okay, oh, so maybe, he, he maybe must be speaking Spanish. Must be a Spanish chili then. Wait. Yeah. Oh, is it's a... this guy. Who is? It's, uh, it's, he was in the Garfield movie. He was an asshole. 
Oh, I've seen him. He was also in Memento. So, you know what? If Cody just brought up that in Spanish, Chile is spelt like Chile. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. I you mentioned... Speaking so, I, men- I, I mentioned earlier with the whole stew thing, Stuart, yeah. that the subtitles really know what they're talking about yeah. and have, like, an extra depth. They're multi-layered. They're smarter than you think. So, by pure coincidence, we brought on Claudia and she found an amazing element of this movie well that the Claudia. subtitles show a high quality of depth to what what they kind just of said chili look look okay n- all right See? okay and they they, talk, they were talking about chili yeah. and chili festival but, but, so that is but the the, the the deputy sorry the sheriff mm-hmm. he knows that it is spanish chili so he'd say that you know the chile thing but they don't know that so they would have it with the eye at the end what a fun yeah because guy. they're gringos they are gringos. That is exactly what they are. That sounds like a enemy from Super Mario. Hmm? I am going to jump on a gringo. Gringo. A goomba. <laughs> when Mario Spaghetti. goes to his Spanish mushroom kingdom. Macaroni. John Travolta's having a fucking tantrum yet again. Again, yeah. He really is a child. Maybe that's why like, they pay him for Like, uh, People really like seeing him doing tantrums so they're just like John this movie has like 10 tantrums so yeah. just we need you we need somebody of your caliber yeah to throw that tantrum yeah these days John Travolta's performance tends to be a kind of like 5% he's about to laugh kind of thing like yeah well you know, look we gotta run away or else we'll kill you or they're gonna yeah, kill right? us it's this weird oh dear he did that in Savages too the whole place has been burned down Yes. Well, I mean, the tent the tent earlier got burned down. This has got this got exploded. That's true. Oh, so it's like oh no, I'm I'm getting something like they are del fuego and their bar just their bar just caught on fire. Oh my god! It's like a pun or something. Huh? She's actually right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the I bar mean- the bar literally the credit scene establishes that that bar was their home. Yes. Oh. It and was their bar. See Chile. Something tells me that that irony is lost on every single one of them. Yeah. Except that the smart one who gets slapped. Okay, hold on. We have to talk about this guy. Look at him go. Oh, I have seen this guy. Oh, back it up. This guy right here. He's not important to the movie at all. But in this scene, it cuts to him many times singing like pussycat doll songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't you wish your girlfriend? That specific song. Maybe that's why he's doing all these sultry moves. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, actually. I, like, I, yeah. Hips. You could call it another gay joke of the movie, but it it doesn't go anywhere. Like uh, you you're watching this movie and every time it cuts to him it's like, "Oh, this guy again. It's going somewhere." Mm. And then when the movie ends, you realize, "Oh wait, it never he never led to anything." Yeah. He Goodbye. was just there to never entertain. Yeah. Yeah. So like yesterday when I was going to bed, I was like humming to myself the, you know, "Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot?" Like, man, I'm like I haven't listened to Pussycat Dolls since I was in primary school. What, yeah. Why on earth am I seeing that? I'm like, oh wait, there was that guy in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you suppose they're doing these days? The Pussycat the Dolls? The Pussycat Dolls? Yeah. I have no clue. Hmm. It's like Sneaky Sound System. They probably have like, some obscure stuff. reality show. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, they did. They probably do. Or did. Or... Yeah. Here they is... Like they would. Here's William's love interests, I think. Yet again. Oh, it Mar- is, Mar- yes. Yeah. Oh, Mar- that is her. She's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna oh, eat it. Oh my god, he's gonna eat the chili. Don't do it. Do you like spicy it's food? It's pretty hot, do and I... so am I. Oh, why didn't she say that? <laughs> she should have. She could have made William H. Macy blush. 
You know, like, give him credit, he doesn't blush in this movie when he's nervous. I'm a biker, ha ha ha. It's funny, because he, William Macy kind of does have the manlier biker lines. But yeah. it's just the fact that it's him doesn't make it... Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like hearing cold-blooded threats of torture from an eight-year-old with a spinny cap. Yeah. So, uh, we talked over it, but obviously... A gag that they re- later reused twice in Old Dogs, the whole, a ball used in a sport getting uh, thrown yeah, at someone's Yeah, right, and someone in the review had a lot to say about how much they didn't like it, so we'll see oh, if that Oh, yeah, again. yeah. We'll see if it... I, I huh? think Is there it might, I think there might have been a review that mentioned it. Bartek, you asked me earlier if I like spicy food. The thing is, I might, but it's probably like white person's level of spice. So, which is to say, not very much at all. Yeah, I, I love spicy food. Oh, it's so good. I love yeah. it. Whenever I go to a new Indian restaurant, I like to order their chicken vindaloo, which is like one of the hottest types of curries they have, just to see what it's like. And surprisingly, you know where I've had the hottest vindaloo ever? Brunswick? A, an Indian restaurant in Poland, in Warsaw. <laughs> no! A country where the food is so bland, but the, oh the restaurant is run by like real Indians, and yeah, that... that that vindaloo was a mm. it was quite painful to eat, but I did finish it and I did enjoy it very much. And the thing was, my stepmom she thought that I was having a miserable time, but my dad was Aww. like, "No, no, he's no, loving no, it. He loves it. He <laughs> I'm loving it." Were you like sweating? Oh yeah, it was like that was the only time I've had a vindaloo. Where I was like, oh, "Give me something to drink, drink, drink. Give me that yogurt." Oh. Usually yeah, I can oh. handle it. Yeah. One of these guys is missing an ear. Yes, he he's the reason. It's implied. Yeah. It's implied that he's the reason why they don't have guns. Because mm. you might accidentally dislodge, uh, I mean, shoot a gun when you don't realize it's relevant. Oh, so they're twins, yeah, but you mean. can tell them apart because one has the other yeah. ear. And, and, the, and the guy who doesn't have the ear is named Earl, which has E-A-R in the name. <laughs> that That's is good. great. Maybe they That's shot that part off just so they could tell them apart, based on that. Maybe. Maybe. But it, why would you? I mean, are they really important? Is it really important for the movie to tell them apart? I, mm, not really. It's just no, the but, guy without the ear, his gag is, did you say something? Until later on, where he actually does hear something. Oh, thank okay. God! That's it. Yeah, that that's that's the whole gag. The guy w- who has two ears stands on his right so that he doesn't hear and make fun of him. Here we go with the moral of the story. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're, this is leading up to a scene where we actually Slapping do see an animal. Yeah, oh, the first, first one that's not a bird or an insect. No, Claudia, I, I don't know if you remember, but we did have eye cat earlier. Mm. Yes. Who hasn't come back? But I mean, uh, did you see that cat? That wasn't a real animal. You could tell that he was like what, like Salem from *Sabrina the Teenage yes, Witch*. Yes, <laughs> I actually thought of Salem from *Sabrina*. <laughs> he was. He had a lot of personality, though. Yeah. I, I, I guess we also did have two birds. We had the raven and then the vulture. I wonder if the vulture followed them into town. Or the did vulture it... did look like a real animal. When are we yeah. going to do a movie on this show where a vulture sticks around for the whole movie? Because this is the second one where the vulture just leaves. You have to Is there a movie Google where that. the vulture sticks around? If the vultures, I hope there is. We should find it. Yeah, yeah, can you Google that? Absolutely. Uh, listeners, if you know of anything, feel free to tell us, so we can get some vulturey goodness. Mm-hmm. The one in "I'll Be Home for Christmas" was pretty <laughs> cute. So I like how here he's talking about how like no bulls are too scary to slap. And he lists animals that he would slap. <laughs> like a but then it, are you kidding yeah, me? And then it, but then it's kind of like, yeah, why? But why would you want to slap an innocent animal, man? Mm. <laughs> oh, I bet Peter loved this part. I bet he did. Get him. No, Peter's a, a group stands for people for the ethical treatment of enamels. Yeah, but Peter is also more than some of its parts. Peter is also the English version of my middle name. Here we go. 
Smack that all on the floor. Smack that. Give me some more. And he got away with it. And Mm. run away. Smack that. Yeah, and you're going to learn why he got away with it. Mm. So it's not like, oh, that was anticlimactic. It actually is going somewhere. Oh, okay. So we just have to wait it out and see. But for some reason, Martin Lawrence is still like, yeah, you do it next, not me. Yeah. That was like really, like really tranquil to be like yeah. slapped in the ass. Like I've been slapped in the ass at a, like a club, and I was not <laughs> that calm. Mm. I think the ball just remembers a better time. Yes. Well, uh, pay attention to the sheriff people's next bit mm. of dialogue, and you'll you'll see where it's going. <sighs> Luke, do you, do you like this scene? I like it because it ends with well, you know, Martin Lawrence getting <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucked up. All right. Yep, so this is, listen to this bit, or, or read the subtitles. Never seen them twice in a row. <laughs> oh. When he's alert, oh. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Oh, he saw it coming. Yep. Oh, you're going to get a horn in your ass. Yep. Oh, shit. You mess so... with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> God, he flew high. He got wow. eight feet in the air. I would like to see the guy who did Cuba Gooding Jr. stunts do oh, this thing. Oh, God. Oh, well, he had yeah. two, but the guy who does the, like, backflip yeah. to stand up. Anything Why would hurt? he go inside? Yeah. Martin! Martin Lawrence, Why? Make... Martin Lawrence makes no sense in this scene, and I think the director did a really good job to make him do that. I he... think it's completely against his character. I It is... That is true, but... Where would the humour be if Martin Lawrence didn't do the dumbest possible things in this scene? Yeah, I thought that was William H. Macy's so. domain. Oh, oh, yeah, but William H. Macy is trying to talk to a chick in this scene. That's it, right, he's not Oh, he's around. not there. Okay. Yeah, he's Yeah, he's the to, only one that's so not here. So they need somebody else to be the dumbest. He's talking to so Marissa Tomei. Like yeah, and you've got, you know, kind of coolish guy John Travolta and main characterish normal guy Tim, Tim Allen. So, so let's let's make, let's, let's, let's make black, Martin Lawrence. Guy, yeah. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh! <laughs> and then it just cuts to later on. So oh, we don't we yeah. don't know what happened between them. And I think this is one of the last times we cut to Pussycat Dolls, oh, he, He's ending it with Kiss You All Over. Yeah, and he sings it very nicely. I think yeah. this song was in Happy Gilmore. Now it's very Gilmore. romantic. Before he was just, like, getting, like, all his moves on. Now he just wants to mm. people feel with him. I love the amount of chilies there are. Just like yeah. everywhere. Everywhere. All sizes or, well, not all colleges. It's a wonderful, wonderful world of chili. America really does have odd festivals. Like, in the movie Birdemic, they went to a town that was having a pumpkin festival. And, yeah, and that true. was an actual town that was actually an actual pumpkin festival. Yeah, yeah I've heard of those heard of things, yeah. yeah. Or like a corn festival or anything you and, can grow. And there was heard a, of like the harvest festivals. That, that's yeah, a that's lot multiple. Of, yeah. yeah, and there was another festival in that movie where they had, it was like sun and moon themed. Oh yeah, that's right. Have you seen Birdemic, Shock yeah. and Terror? Yeah. yeah. And they like, saw, they looked at a painting and the love interest said, Oh look, love is on the moon, yeah. <laughs> the music moves me, but it moves me ugly. That sounds like Shakespeare, does that sound like Shakespeare? <laughs> yeah, William H. Macy has some really good dialogue in this yeah. movie. I'm, gl- I'm kind of glad he's the romantic protagonist, because yeah. the rest of them wouldn't be able to do what he's doing. Yeah. yeah no, they use his talent well, I think. He's not yeah. as as well as they could. He is not pure comic relief. No, yeah, he has he depth, has, width, yes. and breadth. Yeah, like even this scene doesn't really have like a ridiculous. Oh look, he trips gag. It, 
the gag is just like John Travolta doesn't want to do it and then he stops. Yeah. I, I find it really nice that they just keep pairing these two. Like he yeah. was writing bits with him. <laughs> like when they were in the tent in the, yeah. the mattress, yeah. William H. Macy was just like hugging him. Aww. It's the real love story. Yeah, that is the real love story. Mm. Wow. All right, here we so go. That, okay, so fan artists of this movie, or fan fiction writers and mm -hmm. all that, you've got two pairings you can work with. You can work with John Travolta and yes. William H. Macy, and you can work with the guy who sings Pussycat Dolls and Gay Highway Patrolman. Uh, possible ship names could be Woodley or Duddy. Yeah. It's like how in the review for uh, Old Dogs, we had, they had the uh, team Dan Lee for Dan Yeah, we did. We had a lot of Dan puns that day. It was a good time to be alive. Yeah. So, everyone tune in. Okay, he, he's not moving ugly. He's actually a good dancer. Yeah, are you kidding me? Look, yeah. And so, he picked it all up in a few minutes. Yeah, so it's like five minutes with John Travolta and you're just like an expert dancer. Oh, wow. It was, it was like 30 seconds. John, even. you yeah, missed your true right. profession. That's right. Yeah. In, in the scene where he said he moves me ugly, he, they mentioned... Look at that. Look oh my feet. God. They mentioned that apparently he has a move called the sprinkler that he, oh, does, that he did at a wedding once. <laughs> And you know that that oh, and that's, oh okay oh, there we yeah, go yeah there is and let's just let me just say that isn't a throwaway line because he's guy he's, he's panicking oh so this is what he oh <laughs> and you oh, no. know and you probably don't realize this Claudia but they actually play a sprinkler sound effect when he does this dance okay so it just adds a little extra bit to the gag you know, I love that that Marisa Tomei she's just like oh well you know you threw me in the crowd but you're I like the way you're dancing I'm just gonna keep doing. People like that nice. are rare gifts. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it's kind of She's funny. Nice. There, there are a lot of movies where a dancer, like, she, you know, they screw up, but, like, they're in the middle of a dancing, so she doesn't get angry. She just comes back and just kind of continues. Mm -hmm. I think there was a Mel Brooks movie that had something like that. That was my impression of a door closing. Nice one. <laughs> Babies, Murdoch. Very Madrid. Oh, that must be the name of the town. Wait a second. Oh. Is that the name? I thought the town had a longer that name than that. That explains it. I okay, think. yeah, that explains, like, the whole Spanish kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, alright. Well, the funny thing is, no one in this town appears to be of that extraction. No, they don't. The closest we get is Marissa Tomei, and I think she's Italian. No, she, yeah, she's not. The she's not Latin American the, or yeah, Spanish. The United no. States has a lot of Latinos, you know, people there, but is there a specific town that is mostly Latinos there? Um, well, Miami, it's full of Latinos, but then you also have, like, the, the South Texas, like, yeah. Mexico, like, that whole, whole part used to be part of Mexico. Okay. So there's nice. a lot of Latino heritage. That makes sense. Yeah. Like Laredo, I think is a... That's, I don't know. A, that's a... Sounds... Loreto, yeah. I mean, Loreto, yes, that sounds like a... I think it's famous or something. Spanish kind of name. Yeah. Yep, so... we no, here's that piss thing. Yeah, we didn't really bring it up earlier. The the bikers have split into pairs and they go off to, like, the millions of towns surrounding their area. And who, whichever pair finds them has to call them over. And they've already found them, but they're sticking around. And they're, they've been specifically instructed not to hurt them because Jack, Ray Liotta, wants to be the one to break their bones. Ah, hence why we're so about to see. Hence why Martin Lawrence, still is... under the impression that... John Travolta scared them yes, with his words, right. can do this and not get punished for it immediately. Yeah. Oh, he said cracker ass. Did he crack? just say cracker? <laughs> <laughs> they knew it too. For us fellow Australians out there, cracker is a not really that derogatory term for white people. Yeah. Like Luke. Like me. Mm. Oh, well, but you're a you're Italian, so... Yeah, but... You're kind of white. I'm kind of pretty. Yeah, I wouldn't call you wog or anything guy. like that. Wait, are Italians called wogs? Yeah. Wogs? Okay. I'm a very really? bad Italian, though. Because yeah. when I think wog, I mainly think Greek, but I guess Italians too. 
Well, Paul Fennec shows, they call them chocos. Yeah. So, so what, what, what is wog? Why wog? Does it come from, like, a word or... Uh, it, you know, I'm going to have to look that up because yeah, I've I'm, been saying it so long I don't remember. I'm not entirely sure where it comes from, but I think it was once considered der- really derogatory. Mm. But these days, not as much. Sometimes it can be. <laughs> as I recall, Simon and Garfunkel released a CD at some point called Who Let All the Wogs Out in Taylor's Lakes? And Taylor's Lakes is a suburb, so it was surprisingly okay. Australian. I don't know why they called it that. Well, I guess with Australian slurs, it's, it, tone is really important. Like, you could say either the word mate or cunt with the same tone, and it could mean the same thing, or you could use it with an offensive tone, and it mean pretty much the same thing. Oh, that is oh. Yeah. Like, well, the, listen, mate! Apparently the origin yeah. of the word... Yeah. Um, like, you're such a nice cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wog is, um... Is derived from Gollywog, and I'm sure you all remember those. Oh! Blackface minstrel dolls. Very inappropriate. Oh, so it does have a very similar thing towards... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there you go. I just like the idea of the, like, alright, let's call them... Oh, Gollywog, let's call them Golly. Golly. <laughs> Gee, Golly. It's a beautiful day. No, that sounds like something William Macy would say in this movie. William... He will beat shit down. I will beat shit down. Oh yeah, uh, the, that yeah. We we were talking about gollywogs and wogs and all that, but um, uh, what Mark Lawrence just did kind of made them heroes now. Yeah, by so, so they ketchup yeah. and mustard into like the face of their yeah. faces. Yeah. So they started off just being oh pretty cool visitors who aren't Del Fuegos, and now they are becoming heroes basically. Mm-hmm. And John Travolta's still shitting himself. Yep. Because yeah. he knows what's coming, and he no one knows. else does. The storm is going to break on his head. Yeah. He's going to call his wife, which is quite thoughtful. Yeah. He's actually, like, the one with the best marriage, I would say. Yeah. She let him go on this trip. Yeah, she's really cool. Yeah. Here's to here's to the dentist's wife. The Wrath of Dudley, which Hard probably off. isn't very... Yeah, very so, hard one. Yeah, the tequila. Huh? Here we go. See, we tequila. Keep, yeah, huh? yeah. Good one, guys. So, so, yeah, after pretty much the scene where he eats the bad food for mm-hmm. him... I don't know, I reckon his family could, like, would, like, realistically, they'd lay off him a bit there, and yeah. I reckon, pretty much, he doesn't really have that much going for him that's bad, except for the fact that he's not young anymore. So yeah. this trip, pretty much, I don't think he'd really have any problems at this point. Yeah. Yeah, why didn't he just go home? Maybe the only thing would be, like, he's dreading going back to work because he's having a good time, and that'd be about the extent of it. Oh, and Martin Lawrence's awesome. wife just found out. Dudley, don't you want to come inside? Mm-hmm. Luke. Actually, Marisa Tomei is wearing like a really very kind of traditional, yeah, kind of must Latin be American because of the kind of, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very. Thank you, Marissa, for being the only one who seems to be obeying the uh, the custom. Yeah, others might call it cultural appropriation, but you know they're wrong. <laughs> Those people are lying. Mm. He's got a hidden secret. I like how they they don't acknowledge that his glasses come together at the bridge. Is that what it's called? The part that connects the two um, lens? The, yeah. The bridge it's as good a word as any. Yeah, well, whatever you call the part that I just touched on your yeah, glasses. Yeah, Bartek just touched my glasses. Yeah. Like, they never acknowledge it, and it's funny every time it happens, I reckon. It's okay, William. You're just as ugly if you're a computer programmer. You could, you know, stand in for Willem Dafoe a bit. Mm. 
Like, when I first watched this movie, I watched it streamed online, and uh, the still shot was after he'd landed in the pool when they were skinny dipping, and I actually thought it was Willem Dafoe, because <laughs> it just happened to pause at a moment that it looked like him. They look a lot similar. They're there. He, he looks like he'd be a friendly family friend of your parents or something. I'm just... Yeah. How, how, what's like the age you. difference between them, do you think? Um, she looks really young there. Yeah, know. you know, it, it's probably significant, but... Yeah, I buy it, because it's probably one of the most tender cup uh, pairings in this movie. Mm. Yeah. One of the reviews oh, uh, kind of badmouths it, but otherwise, no problems at all. Well, those people have no love in their hearts. Mm. And so it will... Yeah, they don't recognize true love when There weren't yeah. as many bad reviews as there were for old dogs. No. I will admit that. Those are the best part. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we we of this town. Yeah, we're doing this episode on a bit of short notice, so I didn't find I didn't look too deeply into the reviews, but I did find a few that work well, I reckon. Yeah. And I didn't find eight this time. I just found six, and only one of them's long. The rest are pretty brief. Here we go again, having a tantrum. Yeah, he's doing his uh, guys. I don't have a problem. He's you know he's he's about to laugh thing. Oh Let's shit! Put to a drinking game with this, like yeah, every time shot, he... I shot every time uh, John Travolta does turn. It would be a drinking element to every John Travolta movie <laughs> like this century. Oh yeah, because oh, even <laughs> even in Old Dogs, he had that scene where he was like suddenly started like right? rapping and acting gangster. Oh like, god, man, that... this isn't my thing. This is my thing, man. That hurt. <laughs> and it's the only time he does it once in that movie, and then never again. So, th there's a question, Luke. Who would you rather be friends with? Woody or Charlie? Which one's Charlie again? Who's Charlie? Uh, his John Travolta and Old Dogs. Mm. Oh, yes. Right. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with Old Dogs, John Travolta, because he had... Yeah, Charlie. He had some uh, semblance of responsibility, whereas this guy appears to be a giant man-child in John Travolta's wrinkly body. I think I would be inclined to agree with you. His character, I'm glad you do. His character very much fits into this movie, but as a person, I would rather hang out with Charlie. Uh, here comes the dread secret. Yeah. Charlie can teach us how to be cool. He did a bad thing. I like how as soon as he admits it, he goes, ah, <laughs> Simultaneous, ah, hands in John the Travolta is really good in this scene. He... He definitely overflows with emotion oh, during yeah. his confession. Mm -hmm. Here we go. There is, there is not a single doubt in our minds that he is pretending or even really acting. I think he's Oof. just... Ray Liotta looks pissed. I think he's angry because he had to do this movie. Oh, he didn't suffer from doing this movie. Like I said, yeah, I think I Tim, I think Tim Allen's the only one <laughs> who didn't get too good after... <laughs> but he's Tim Allen's freaking laughing... No. I think they had a pretty good time making the movie. Oh, yeah. I don't doubt it. And the movie yeah. the movie was not a flop financially. It made a lot of money. It's just the reviews were bad. Mm. Surprised they didn't just burn this place down, you know, tip for tap. Pretty sure this guy is wearing eyeliner. Yeah. Well, he, he is. Sure. Yeah, He's channeling Jared which, Leto. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, he, he is an older actor who definitely looks younger. <laughs> he couldn't hear him. Yeah, which is funny because he didn't come from his right, he came yeah. from his front. 
This is all your fault, John. Yeah. I feel like Martin Lawrence... Oh, you re- left me. Oh. I feel you like did? Martin- Why? I did. Because <laughs> he was an asshole. You're right, he is an asshole. Yeah, he's not Charlie, he's he's Woody. Yeah. So like I was saying, Martin Lawrence... I don't know, he, he really does feel like the one who needed more to work with in this movie. Yeah. Like, he had the scene with the mustard and the sauce, but... And the bull. And the bull. And the, and the, and the bull, yeah. That. But, yeah. But, you know, William Macy, That's he's got... Money shot. William Macy is the current... Current... Not current... Constant yeah. recurring, you know, comedic relief and has the romance plot. John Travolta, he's definitely, you know, sort of leading the group because he's got his old ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got sort of generic-ish main character guy whose life is... He's pretty successful. His family's is kind of mad, but it's going well for him. Martin Lawrence, he's definitely got a good setup, but you don't see enough of his family, which... Yeah. You know, like I said earlier, the three members that we saw for just that one scene sold it, but his wife is still in the movie. They clearly want to use her more, but she's she only appeared once in that phone call for the first time in forever. And she's gonna show up again in, at the end of the movie. Good. And yeah, I, I just feel like he should have had a recurring conflict during this whole trip. Maybe they'll do it in the sequel. But you know what? They do say that three is the magic number. I thought seven was the magic number. Oh, I mean, like a the. the I mean, seven in terms is like of a holy. Y- you are right. Seven is a holy magic number, but I meant like rule of three kind oh, of magic. Oh, rule of three, right? So right. three appearances, you mean? Hmm. Three appearances in the movie, you mean, or? Oh, I'm more talking about Martin Lawrence himself. Like, we yeah. we make the other three stand out a bit more, and yeah, you know, then we got a bit of a fourth wheel. But okay. he, at least, we can say that he definitely has a character, and he does yeah. bring something to the group. Yeah. All right, William's going down. What is he doing? He's going to fight. Um, well, oh. he, he's become a lot. Oh. Yeah, he's become a lot braver because he's in love with the woman, and the woman she said that uh, this bar means everything to her, and Sorry. they're threatening to burn it down. In the name of love, something, something. In the name of love. Let's end this. One dude in the name of love. That's it. Ray is unimpressed. Brave and stupid. Brave and stupid. That's always mm, a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. You fellas. One of the Delfuegos in the back there has Japan on his You've known her for less than a day. Yeah. Just saying. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he's very manly. It's not like he's going to drop that tire iron. Oh! (laughs) Quick, grab a beer bottle and smash it. They'll be fine. If someone's listening to this episode, not watching the movie alongside, I said that line and then you guys went, oh, as if I said something really funny and they just won't get the joke. Yeah, (laughs) uh, the, 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 the window smashed. Yeah. Helping you guys out. It slipped out of his hand and he broke a window, so he did mess up. I don't know, I, I, I'm honestly curious how many people watch the movie while listening to this. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not the easiest thing to do, but no. I reckon... Because I've listened to a few of the episodes because I had to edit them, and they, they stand out pretty well. I mean, the conversation doesn't rely too heavily on what's going on, and we do explain what's going on a lot. Well, they only have 30 minutes... Before Dudley is half the man he used to be. Yeah, and they mentioned that one of the things they want is to bring them to bring money. Which, yeah, for outlaws who don't really pay for anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, so I guess that's how they do it. I guess it's really hard to threaten people to you know do an entire construction job. <laughs> like, all right, go home, have a rest, but you better be back here to continue. Y'all better. Don't forget to eat dinner. 
Because you need that strength to build our bar back. Two hours. Is this highway patrol? Ah, well, we already know who that's going to be. Oops. I made a noise. You fool. Yeah. Highway patrol. Um, yeah, you, you say you know who it's going to be, but, I mean, you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, I, already, I already mentioned that he's already finished. He's not in the movie anymore. Oh, he doesn't bad. show up anymore? Oh. No. In fact, when they mentioned highway patrols coming, they're like, no, don't send them because they said that they'll hurt our friend, so... Ha <laughs> ha Oh, yeah. God. I guess it's kind of setting up to something that you think that you know what's going to happen, but no. Yeah. I guess the movie just says that we've ha we've had that character. Yeah, his his story is done. His story is done, and you know what? We even had Pussycat Doll singer guy. Yeah, I, yeah. I would like to see and him again. And his story is also done. So yeah. Yeah. From, from this point on, I... It's just focusing on the main, main characters. Yeah, I, I don't really remember any specific gay jokes coming up. There's just the brotherhood joke of them standing together to, you know, yeah. stand up. Alright, it's beer hero time. Da, 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 da. Don't you know hogs run in packs? That was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's sort of an animalization of their, mm -hmm. their group. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Then okay. their jackets that Doug's wife sewed the patch on. Very nice. Okay. That's, that's a very middle-aged kind of thing. Like, my wife yeah. did this for yeah. us. <laughs> well, like, you told me you liked it, patches. Shout out to all <laughs> the wives. Like, oh, yes, go so you can play with yeah, your little go friends. On. Go on. Well, she is can the I supportive one. Yeah, yeah. But Woody gets to have firecrackers. Why can't I have a firecracker? Is that what he says to his son? <laughs> Yeah, for the record, his son is still an asshole. <laughs> Which, you know, funny thing is, um, I mentioned earlier that the... Uh, not Kelly, the black wife, whatever her name was. Karen, I think it was. Martin yeah. Lawrence's wife, yes. Yeah, no. Martin Lawrence's wife. Black wife. Um, <laughs> She's going to show up at this town along with Kelly. Okay. And surprisingly, they also bring Doug's son... Yeah. It's like, doesn't he have oh. school or anything? No, he... No, it's like, you you are an important part of this family, you have to come too. He plays video games and worries about his dad's diet. That is all he does. Mm. Oh, damn, son. So they just decide all to go and get them together. Yeah, th yeah. Um, because uh, because Martin Lawrence's wife is pissed. And now they... Yeah. Oh, that bike just had a seizure. Yep. Oh, so, so um, their plan was that, oh, you know, he's just stuck to the rope with duct tape. We can just pull him off while we're driving because we're going super fast, but... Couldn't they have gotten scissors? Yeah. Yeah, or anything. It's a pretty Better thick rope. Better than this plan? It's pretty thick rope. Mm. Maybe if it Broke was... Broke anyway. Maybe if it was like a gardening clippers, maybe that would have worked, but... Yeah. You know, you, you, the idea yeah. was that they were going to go really fast and the force would, like, pull him off. Ah, but it didn't work. It became a well, Buzz swing. But Buzz Lightyear could have pulled it off. Another burning out to Marisa to my side. Yeah, this Tim Allen movie doesn't have him say to infinity and beyond. He said That's it in fine. Shaggy Dog. And it was then that I remembered, oh yeah, he played Buzz Lightyear. It's fight time. Yeah, so this is really where the whole idea of pussification's out the door. They Because they pretty much, they want to fight... And even though they don't do well, it's the kind of fight where they take it uh, to an impressive degree. They do. Like, mm -hmm. they, they don't get killed in the first five seconds, which is impressive. Oh, yeah. This movie has a death count of pretty much... Oh, three Zero? locusts. Assume that crow died. 
Did it fly away or did the, it the crow flew away? But the locusts, oh. they were dead. Yeah, rip in peace. Hmm. Oh, he took up the jacket. He's oh serious. shit, it's and on. That punch. That's not, that seemed yeah. It seemed like a really weak punch. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't expecting it, so I guess I could let it slide. Ooh, okay. damn. Now, now it's getting better. And for this entire scene, uh, even to the resolution, William Macy's still taped up. Yep. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> All right. This part's great. Who's the more dangerous of the two? Small guy and mimsy guy. But then... <laughs> and then the small guys... Oh, wow. oh no! Words. It's Bruce Lee oh, Chen. It is the biggest stereotype we've seen the whole movie. Well, to be fair, he's not speaking English. Yeah. And that is a martial arts thing where they, they do the kind of screams to intimidate. Yeah. And I would definitely be intimidated if I was up yeah. against him. Just look at that. And he's down. Yeah, like, it was still possible that, like, the screams were just, you know, showing off. But no, he, he did prove that. <laughs> oh my god, he, he actually got a, a hit in. Hold on. Yeah, I guess he doesn't really dodge. Yeah. Oh, you hit his helmet. Actually, no one in this scene dodges. Oh, shit, his hand hurts. Yeah. This isn't good. See, leather helmet's not that bad. Yeah, leather helmet probably saved his life. Mm. Oh, Ray. He did mention that 60% of road accidents could be, you know, avoided if you just wore a helmet. Yeah. What a fool. Man, every single window of that bar is just getting broken. Yeah. Different, in different yeah. sequences. Like, once when they came, once when he dropped the slip tile iron, mm -hmm. and this scene. Ah, oh, you're down. He did the frying pan. Yeah, maybe it's broken glass representing their broken dreams or something. Yeah, there's a lot of metaphors in this movie. Mm -hmm. I done knocked my own boy, he says. <laughs> <laughs> he must be a bit addled from the fight. Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't Jack say that this was going to be a four-on-four four fight? Yeah, now it's like four-plus family. Like, I mean, it wasn't everyone, but... Like... Yeah, it was yeah. a whole lot. Of they clearly brought in, like, a fifth or sixth birth and just to, like, grapple them down. John Travolta has nothing, and for this, he is willing to die. Well, oh, he does have one friendship. thing, friends. Yeah. Aww. yeah. We're the four best friends that anyone could have. Hold well, on, let me just think for a second. Uh, here comes the real moral of the story. Mm-hmm. You know, not Snow Dogs, but every episode you've been on has had a deep theme of friendship. Aww. Apart from Snow Dogs, yeah. Aww. Must be because I've got you're such a big heart. You're the friendship movie guy. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, these movies are putting me in the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke, I'm sorry, you're in my friend zone. Yeah, my too. <sighs> so sorry. 25 years. I ain't taking this, and he gets punched in the face. You're a you know, the, fun, the funny thing is, in this scene... The uh, he the said bitches. <laughs> <laughs> In this scene, the music that is playing isn't really intense. It's sort of whimsical, so it's yeah, almost right. like, yeah. oh, you know what? You know, they're getting the shit kicked out of them, but don't take it too seriously. They're going to be fine kind of thing. Okay. Well, so, yeah. Maybe it's just like the punches will take them to a higher yeah. spiritual level. I can't remember if it plays yeah. in this part, because in this part it just kind of deserves a bit of epic music. Like, yeah. More. Oh, put the glasses back on. Oh, his bridge oh. came apart, like you said. Yeah, it keeps happening in this yeah, town. Jesus, he's invincible. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you're kidding me, right? But Tim Allen literally just said, hit us all you want, we'll keep getting back up. So, and they have hit all you want. <laughs> so, I mentioned earlier that there's going to be a deus ex machina kind of resolution to this scene. Is it happening Here we go. Right 
Oh. It's, it's a tactical nuke dropped on the town. Is it happening right Boom. now? Got him. Oh, the whole town with the what whole do you call that thing? Implements. Oh, I know, but like the ba- bats. Oh, yeah. bat. Baseball bats. Baseball bats. One of them has an axe. Oh, no one comments on that. Yeah. The, ch- so it's like, the children of the corn reference. Oh, so the whole town's going to fight us? No, you're not going to beat us. No, oh, no, no, never mind. The town doesn't mean anything. It's this guy. That? This guy single-handedly. Why? Really None other than Mr. Blade. Mm-hmm. It's Mahawin. Yow. And I believe this is a character from another movie. Yeah, if it, yeah right? It feels like his I, I story is different. Yeah, I, be, I believe he is an actual character from another movie that Peter Fonda played, but uh, I, uh, I I don't know what the movie is. It, it isn't the Easy Riders, but Peter Fonda was in that movie. Unless, unless that is the character with a different name, but I don't know. So yeah, the movie, the resolution comes... At the cost of their idol telling them, no, you know what, you guys yeah. are probably in the wrong. Go yeah. home, kids. The actual poses are the, you yeah. know, four <laughs> suburban husbands who just decided to ride bikes. Yeah. 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 So they, they called them the poses, but they're the Let four who are toughing it out Let rather it than go. ganging up with 50 they are people. They real bikers. Yeah. It's the only real biker in this movie is... Blade and everyone else is just a poser. Yeah. Well, Blade. I think yeah, so too. Well, the idea is that, like, no matter what, Blade is the prototypical one that they want to aspire to be. Oh, that's his dado. Aww. Hmm. That's why he had to come give his boy a tongue lashing. And you know what? He didn't beat him or anything. Yeah. Oh no, my god! Just just... That means Goodbye. like he has a lot of power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Video games. Yeah, that's a callback to a bit earlier where he's like, "We were trained to become sh- like police sheriffs." by playing Doom. <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually funny. Yeah, uh... What was I saying? Yeah, th- this movie it shows that not everything needs to be resolved with violence, even though it is a biker movie that explores what a biker is. Yeah, it, that, and it was a violent scene, yeah. but... They're not the 1% bikers, you know, they're the 99% yeah. bikers. Yeah, right. The ones who are law-abiding. <laughs> yeah. Hell's angels. No, hell Satan's. I don't hell's know. Angels. I don't yeah. know which ones no, like, are the 1%. We're talking about them being posers, they're hell Satan's. Well, whatever, the, the whole... You know what 1% means, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they're not that kind of biker. It kind of looks at like the law-abiding 99% bikers, yeah. and it shows that you can still be tough without needing to be violent. Yeah. I mean, sure, in this okay. case, they're being tough by being exposed to violence, but... Here we go. Here's a different kind of being exposed to and something. Shut up, Martin Lawrence's wife. Yes, this is... This is the old... The ultimate scene of his character arc, where he stands up for himself. It reminds me of The Hangover when Ed Helms like has this really like naggy yeah. uh, girlfriend, and then he's like, "No, I'm gonna go marry a stripper." Instead. Yeah. Oh my god, the parallels are insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Karen, yes, I was right. Yeah, we should have called her Karen throughout the whole. Slow time. your roll, whatever that means. Baby, I love you every day. Black love. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My God. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> there we go. Okay, fine. This oh. is awful. <laughs> oh, God, this is awful. That's no, it's not awful. It's scrumptious. So that's just no, all, all it took. Uh, and here's the little Michael Sarah kid. He does look a bit like Michael. <laughs> oh, God, it must be him or his... 
clone. No, Michael Cera was in super oh, bad around this he time. He gotta tell the guys about this. Yeah, no, he's cuter than Michael Cera. <laughs> Michael Cera's like like a skeleton, I don't know. Yeah, no, he does look a bit like an elf that got involved in a industrial accident. Yes, I know. Like yeah. kind of fucked for, up. For the rest of this episode, do your Michael Cera impression. Yes. I don't know. I've never heard of I've never heard of Should I do it then? Yes. Yeah, please. Oh, okay, well, you know, there, there again. We'll just keep watching the movie, yeah. Hey, <laughs> Sounds more like Mickey Mouse's younger brother. <laughs> what? 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 Uh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's riding out of town because he's a drifter. Hey, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna eat a cookie a bit. Yeah, eat your fucking cookie. It's been there the whole time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Damn you. Yeah, you're right. That, uh, the shirt you're wearing is actually really nice quality, yeah. Thank you. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Alright, good. I watched a video yesterday, Michael Sarah School of Acting, so I was just... I uh, oh, that's why you're liking a Michael Sarah movie. <gasps> no, you're well, the, standing on the wrong side. Well, the kid reminded me of Michael Sarah for some reason. But that kid actually does emote a bit more. <laughs> um, little foreshadowing, we are planning to do year one at some point. Oh, yeah. That's got Jack Black in it also. Mm-hmm. Okay, and here we go. And West Ghost. And Macy has a, a a goodbye scene with his missus that, once again, is very bikery. Like I, we talked over it clearly, but uh, yeah, he's like, when are you gonna come back to town? And he's like, oh, maybe a couple of months, couple of weeks. And then he's like, settles on like six days, six and days, 11 hours, something hours. Yep. Oh, and he crashed one more time. Ah, oh, but good one. But Will. this is not the end of the arc of him having accidents. Really? Really? No, this is not the end because for some reason the movie doesn't end with happy ending. Yay, we're leaving town. It ends with, hey guys, let's go to California. Yeah, and then not? end the movie. <laughs> <laughs> there they are. And yeah, that's literally the rest of the movie. I don't. Oh, I don't even nice. know if there's any dialogue apart from in the credits. Well. Either way, it's get just some nice closing shots. It's just writing because we were stuck. Plot wise, we were stuck in that town for quite a while. Yeah. So we didn't get too much more cinematography. So you. They must you, have had a low budget. Yeah. Yeah. So you get, well, low budget. This is what I'm saying right now. Yeah. So let's end the movie with some more shots, and then let's go to you know California, a beach at California, and look at bikini babes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because you cannot have ugly people and get mm -hmm. it. Look, you. there's a shot here where they look to the left. And the camera's moving and their bikini girl's looking at them and smiling. Wow. And then later on, we're going to have a shot where it looks to the left, there are bikini girls and smiling at them. And, you know, th there's a lot of good... Oh, they're holding hands. Yeah, there are a lot... And look, here we have a shot where they're looking left and the bikini girls are smiling at Again? them. There's a lot of variety here. And look at this. And, oh, shit. Remember what I said? This isn't the end of his arc of crashing? This is not a good way to make a first impression. Uh, uh, uh. Wait a second, they do something different this time. Uh... In this scene, William H. Macy is the only one who doesn't <gasps> oh, crash. Shit. Take that. Okay, that was good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, good laugh. Yeah. Schadenfreude. Okay, so there was a bit more dialogue. And now we have the amazing, oh, amazing credit scene. Excellent. Oh. Yes. <gasps> Extreme, Extreme Makeover Home Edition? <gasps> is that who I think it is? Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I, I think that is a guy who's doing his actual show, Maybe. so to speak, in, at the end of this movie. And who's lost their home and their history, guys, in this movie? Oh, oh. We know. I think we know. From the fly, did there. 
del fuego family. I bet they're so happy to be Ray here. Liotta, oh. Ray Liotta in this scene is amazing. Yeah. He gives a face. really emotional performance. He just... He wants to be anywhere but here. Yeah. I, I don't really want to talk too much over this because I want to pay more attention to it because it's that great. So basically we have the wild hogs and, you know... They decided that they don't dislike the Del Fuegos, so they're going to help give them something that they've been missing. And as soon as this huge bus gets out of the way so we can see the sign that says 200 miles to the next gas station, we huh? see... Wow. We see... Oh, wow, oh. that guy's excited. Oh, he's going to cry. A Del new Fuegos. bar. A new bar. It looks a lot better than the old one. Look, how, look at this. <laughs> he is wearing eyeliner. He I does, told you. He's not saying a word. He doesn't. He doesn't show a smile, but you can tell you can from tell. his hand movements. Yeah. Oh, there's whimpering. That, there's that pout. Yeah. <laughs> there's that pout. That... This is. Oh, oh a guy who the wants guy cold with a piece. Huge mouth. He's just so excited. Yeah. <laughs> See, these guys have hearts. Cool. A uh, parking lot made of real leather. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> guy faints. Oh, this is great. Oh. Guy gets hit in the head. Yeah. Ray Liotta still downplaying his reaction. I felt homeless. When his home burnt down. Jeez. They really, they really were from the place that got on yeah, fire. They have been yeah. born of fire. This is, a, this is great, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. This is heartwarming. They really didn't uh, have a home. They, they got look, broken. Billy Madison. Oh, like yeah. Billy Madison. Uh, 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 <laughs> We, yeah, we, we still have yet to have an yeah. Adam Sandler oh. appearance on this show, yeah. Oh, we I love our bar, thanks America. Ah, oh, yeah, woo. We did it. Hey, really tiny biker has a name, Arnold Chon. Mm -hmm. huh. And the movie ends with them having a, what's, what, cheers, what, what do you call it again? Toast? Toast. toast. Uh, they have toast. a toast and a say, toast. wild hogs. Woo! As if saying, wild hogs, and then bowing and saying, thank you for watching the movie. Thank you for coming. Yeah. It's been great. Guys, we've come to the end of the movie, so I think it's time to give our final thoughts. Okay, final Would thoughts. Would you like to go first, Claudia? Um, no. All right, I'll Luke, go you have to go first okay. now. <laughs> I'm going to lay some truth words down on you all. This was an ultimate didactic tale. It has a lesson for everyone, whether you're young, old, white, or black, or even that bull who got slapped on the ass. You see, mm. we all feel out of place, out of time, some of the time. But ultimately, you can find whatever it is that gave you life when you were younger. Whatever passions you might have pursued, you can find them again. But never forget, you can't repeat the past. So find that nice, pleasant balance between the two, and your life will be better for it. So I give this movie an oink out of Bow Wow. Fantastic. It's not Dog Month, but you still got the dog spirit I, in you. I, I tied pig and dog together into a glorious union. And it is very important. Would you like to go next, or should I go next? Oh, I'm sure. I think, like, the moral of this story is mostly, like, whether you feel bored or unhappy with your life, just go on a road trip with your friends. You'll feel so much better. And it's always funny to see somebody getting fucked up by a bull. Here, here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Would you give it a rating? You don't have to give it a number rating. You can give it a sound rating. You can give it a... Just the rating from your heart mm. is what we would like. Do you have anything like that? Can I do like a that? team time rating? You what, sorry? Can I do a team time rating? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> I would it. give it... How many packs? I think it's like 10... I would give it like 18 times out of 10. That's pretty good. Yeah. Once again, we have a review that gives basically over 100%. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
So now my thoughts on this movie. I could definitely see what old dogs took from this movie. This movie right here did also focus on friendship, much like old dogs, but whereas this one had a group dynamic, and, you know, we did, we did mention that, you know, Martin Lawrence kind of did feel a little out of place, because he, he didn't have as much of a plot going on during the road trip, it was more like his outside family life, and then thinking about that, and getting angry at, you know, a potential black joke, or, um, <laughs> yeah. or being told that the plural of cactuses is the cactus cacti, is cacti, cacti. and wanting to beat the crap out of William Macy. Uh, both of those situations I just mentioned, William Macy was the one who kind of egged him on. Mm. Um, getting yelled at by his wife. Yeah. Getting yelled at by his wife. Uh, so old dog certainly didn't have that because the wife mm. went to jail for two yeah. weeks. <laughs> Which is a story in itself. Um, it kind of just all jumps back to the whole thing that we talk about in Kangaroo Jack. This movie really is a tale of friendship, and it is told through biking. Yeah. It, it really looks at the biker spirit. I've always been interested in the kind of delinquentish culture. This movie didn't really have main characters who were delinquents. They no. were ones who were inspired to relive their youth through emulating the delinquent culture. Yeah. And the ending of the movie where... I almost call him David Spade. David <laughs> David Blade comes in and tells the people who actually are bikers 24-7 that, you know what? These guys, these quote-unquote posers' attitudes are the ones that are truly, truly the ones that represent the biker spirit that he has forged, pioneered, and everyone is inspired by. And I don't think there's any better message I could say that this movie has. Because I don't think I'm equipped to deal with everything this movie could have. Yeah. And also, I like the guy who sang the Pussycat Dolls songs. Yeah, shout yeah. out. Rock on, awesome. man. I give this movie a pushing up my buttons, babe, out of a don't you know my girlfriend was hot like we. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's gospel truth. Yes. <laughs> so now we come to the review section and Jesus Christ, this first one's really long. I actually have to zoom in. Yeah. Everyone strap yourselves in. Oh, God, we got oh, people there's... talking outside our room. Yeah. Sorry, oh, well. guys, you may discover things you don't want to know. Oh, well. The first review is called It's No American Beauty or, <laughs> side or Sideways in Terms of Middle Age Crisis Theme. Then again, that is a good thing. Mm. Ellipses. Mm. And this review is an eight-star review. All right. So very nice. This review, I remember when I found it, pretty much summarizes everything we had to say about it. So we're starting off with the longest one, and the one that pretty much agrees with us. So the rest of them will be a bit different. Alright, and this review is from 2007. To compare Wild Hogs to comedic greats and classic movies about midlife crisis would be absolutely foolish. Sitting back and enjoying the wild ride is your best choice in getting the full enjoyment out of this flick. Containing a diverse cast that works quite well, a handful of funny cameos, tons of predictable yet enjoyable scenarios, and a rather surprising amount of physical humor, Wild Hogs is a starting, starting, startlingly, that's a word, startlingly, delightful comedy that isn't afraid to reach low for a laugh. And that can be admirable. Most of the time that would be like a, a downfall of a movie, going for low humor. But this yeah. movie, no. Coming off as more than just a guilty pleasure, 
we have good acting running the show, as our longtime cinema veterans mesh together and bring out their best comedic skills to deliver a nice trip through the United States. Wild Hogs follows four middle-aged men losing excitement, among other things, oh. in their daily aspects of life. Doug, Tim Allen, isn't the fun guy he used to be. Bobby, Martin Lawrence, is not able to run his home. Woody, John Travolta, has lost pretty much everything, and Dudley, William H. Macy, has nothing to begin with. Oof. The four of them decide to take their boring lives out for a spin, and try to relive the glory days of college, right off in their motorbikes across the country. The main conflict is whether or not they can unleash the wild hogs in them, and be able to reach California in one piece. The other problem arises when the well-known tough biker gang Del Fuegos crosses paths with them. The premise is something we've all seen before, yet it can still be done well with the right group of people. Mixing Travolta, Martin Lawrence, Tim Allen and William H. Macy is something that truly would not and could not have been predicted by anyone. Nonetheless, this unique quartet does a fantastic job. Not one actor is overused or overacting, and we see each of the actor's talents brought to life. Tim Allen puts his physical humor to the test and succeeds. John Travolta brings his comedic chops and also is shockingly hilarious. Martin Lawrence has his good movies, Nothing to Lose being one of them, and his really bad movies, Black Knight, Big Mama's House 2. <laughs> but in here, he doesn't go too far, doesn't attempt too hard, and holds his own as the uncertain Bobby. Topping them all is William H. Macy, yes. whose physical comedy tops all the others in this movie. Hell yes. That's redundant. Rounding out the cast is an assortment of cameos and short roles that, despite being good, were quite underused. Marissa Tomei, Stephen Tobolowsky, Ray Liotta, mm -hmm. John C. McGinley, Peter Fonda. Those yep. are the bracketed examples. Uh, the laughs in here are present pretty much throughout the film, and it ranges from funny little one-lighters to physical comedy to low-brow comedy to even a bit of absurdity. A bit of it is predictable, yet some of it comes flying out of nowhere, literally and figuratively. Oh, he's afraid of the bird. Ah... Uh... <laughs> We have a nice bit of cinematography to capture some of it, including a nice shot of death taking a liking to William H. Macy, and a brilliant, <laughs> oh, yeah. and a brilliant game of yeah. bull slapping. The director, Walt Becker, knows better and lets the camera roll, and the actors take control of what is going on. He was fortunate enough to capture the fun and silliness with little effort. We don't have Oscar material in the least bit, but we have material that will spark laughing riots from the audience time and time again. Like most decent comedies of this decade, it's best not to be taken seriously, because analysing and nitpicking would distract from the overall experience. Mm -hmm. Like what characters in the film originally wanted, it was a trip with no rules, no barriers, no remorse. Wild Hogs does just that. It was a raw, strong PG-13 ride with the violence, <laughs> sex, profanity, and look-away moments that anyone on the open road would witness. Wait, where was the sex? There wasn't any. There wasn't um, the sex. Uh, well, you see, uh, also supporting this movie is a nice soundtrack, cleverly adding some good southern rock, Bon Jovi, ACDC, and even White Zombie. No mention of Pussycat Dolls. Try... Well, it had a guy singing Pussycat. It was a cover. Uh. Try to catch some subtle Disney humour involving the actors' character and characters' names. You know, Buzz and Woody. 
Bottom line, so what if the script isn't groundbreaking? So what if the direction didn't enhance anything? So what if the story became a bit predictable? We have four veteran actors making fools of themselves for almost two hours on the open road, and with very little time in between potential laughs. It was just pure popcorn entertainment, and isn't that what you want on a Friday night? I guess. Wild Hogs will not inspire you to do something. <laughs> but it will inspire some conversations and maybe even a second viewing. Besides, it is rare to see Tim Allen and Martin Lawrence provide a slew of funny moments. While this movie could have benefited from fewer cliches and more unpredictability, it still st stands tall as the first good comedy of 2007. Okay. That's the review, That's and that. just a reminder, it was eight stars. Goodness me. The rest of them, I, uh, they're much shorter. Alright. Wild Hog Laughter. Nine out of ten stars, also from 2007. Critics have been panning Wild Hogs in their, view, in their writings. I have read a lot of negative response from the same goofballs that have promoted some very bad movies. Sometimes I wonder if they are on certain payrolls to give certain vote towards a movie. Illuminati. Uh, I just want to state that, uh, Spin Bosch, we're not getting paid at all. <laughs> so our opinions are completely our own. Yeah. With that said, Wild Hogs is absolutely wonderful. In today's day of poor comedies, see anything starring Will Farrell, for example. Uh, I don't know who spelt, that is. Spelt Farrell instead Farrell. of Farrell. Oh, no, Will actually Farrell. Farrell. Yeah, they misspelt it. Or like Farrell Williams. No, they meant Will Farrell, but they wrote Will Farrell. Mm -hmm. No, I don't like okay. Will Farrell. Which, by the way, I like his movies, so... <laughs> mm -hmm. That do not produce a laugh or a smirk. Wild Hogs is a breath of fresh air. I have lately been happy if a movie has at least one good laugh to feel like my admission fee was worth spending. And in today's movie world, most movies are one-joke wonders. Wild Hogs is a throwback to the days of My Cousin Vinny, Airplane, and Young Frankenstein. Whoa, what? Uh, hey, I don't know. This yeah. movie was filled with laughs and good gags. The movie starts off slow and is reminiscent of a couple of failed Tim Allen projects, Shaggy Dog and Zoom. That's what he says, but you know, uh, he's wrong about Shaggy Dog. Yes. But after about 15 minutes, it shifts gear and becomes a wonderful comedy well worth spending the admission fee. If you want to have a good laugh and enjoy yourself, see Wild Hogs. All right. Then. So he mentioned Airplane, but I remember we brought up Airplane a few times in Old Dogs. So clearly there is something in Walt Becker's direction that makes us think of Airplane. I guess so. Which is only a good thing because that's a great movie. All right. The next review is called... Maybe here and there a bit of a play, but it sure was, it was sure funny. 8 out of 10 stars, also from 2007. Four guys in their late 40s, probably more early 50s, oh. ellipses, winky smiley face, go through their <laughs> midlife crisis. No matter if loving, nagging, or no wife, life is just not what it used to be, or ever was. Adventures are searched for, and John Travolta, not acting his best in this movie, has a saving has the saving idea for his buddies. A real road trip on the bikes instead of their usual short trip to a biker bar once a week. Like in City Slickers, the men have to go through some adventures and become heroes before they emerge with new energy to battle the next years of getting older. However, the adventures these guys have on their trip are hilarious. The end slows down a bit with its predictability, but the movie is very entertaining, funny, and the ticket money well worth. And that's mm. all you want, really. Yeah. yeah. The next review is called Absolute Garbage. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it is 3 out of 10, and it is also from 2007. <laughs> okay. Right. 
This is prefaced with, this review may contain spoilers. Oh, kind of that. All right. And then it opens up with brackets, spoilers. Again. Wild Hogs was your typical quasi-funny movie that flames out at the end. Ah, uh, I see what they did Oh, there. this movie's from the flames. Ah. Mm -hmm. uh. This movie started off decently, hovering at least in the 5-6 area of scoring. The first half was decent, but it was nothing to be proud of. The only funny parts are really in the beginning, such as when Macy's computer accidentally goes onto porn. After that, the movie started to go downhill a little, and still delivered. I can admit that. For a movie that has a guy crapping into a plastic bag, I did laugh at parts in the beginning. Then, the wild hogs meet the other bikers, and it was all over. The freaking explosion in back of the... The freaking explosion in back of them looked like a nuclear right. bomb. I was hoping that... <laughs> That's their complaint. I was hoping that the Del Fuego uh, idiots were being roasted just to get their bad, over-the-top acting. Sorry, let me... Uh, is that the sentence? No, that's... Hold on. I was hoping that the Del Fuego idiots were being roasted just to get rid of their bad, over-the-top acting. Uh, okay, that was my mistake. Instead, they of course have to come back and torture us some more. After this, the movie became dry and boring. You will look at the clock every two seconds. <laughs> John Travolta becomes unbelievably annoying, and stock characters jump out of the woods like a Vietnamese ambush. <laughs> that is excellent. I think that's a Vietnam joke. What the hell does this have to do with Vietnam? In review, Wild Hogs is more like a G movie. The Wild West town that they went to was more like a cartoon where Yosemite Sam would jump out and fire his revolvers in the air. Yeah, that was a very Wild West town. Um... Uh, um... Yeah, had a, you remember it had the saloon, it had the bar doors, that oh, it wasn't made of glass or anything. I would say it was more of a southern town. But... Yeah. Ending. The ending was absolute garbage. Oof. It wasn't even remotely interesting, and the fact that both of the men's families found them without even knowing where they were is the, in the... And the fact that both men of... Sorry, both of the men's families found them without even knowing where they were is the same black hole that ate Tim Allen and John Travolta's careers. What? <laughs> you mean people finding them somehow. That's what ate his career. Uh, okay. Hold on, I'm going to read that okay, whole wait. sentence again. The black hole doesn't make any sense. It, okay. wa it wasn't even remotely interesting, and the fact that both of the men's families found them without even knowing where they were mm -hmm. is the same black hole that ate Tim Allen and John Travolta's careers. So, like, that fact is a black hole, and that black hole ate their career. I don't... Eh. Oh, God. Uh, I'm just going to move on. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Of course, yeah, just... this is one of those stupid movies where the characters find themselves at the end. Oh, no, a resolution. Oh, we can't oh, have that. Oh, God. Lawrence finds his grapes. Tim Allen feels good about himself. Travolta's life still sucks, and Macy <laughs> gets the girl. Take who that. he prom and in brackets, we promptly leaves to never return. Wild Hog, was, yeah, Wild Hog is a horrible movie that should be stuffed into your local incinerator and set to fast burn. To a fast burn. Three out of ten. Somewhat funny, but boring in the second half. I wouldn't recommend it. Wow. Well, he's right. Lawrence did find his grapes. I feel... Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he is actually right. John Travolta's life still sucked. Yeah. Because nothing changed. Yeah, but at least the trip was fun, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Right. with his friends. Second last review, and it's called Cartoonish. 
2 out of 10 stars, also from 2007, and also, this review may contain spoilers as prefaced. I was recently talked into going to see this movie by my girlfriend, and I must um... say that it was a disappointment to say the least. This movie reminded me of a live-action cartoon, with all of the old pratfalls, bathroom humour and homosexual innuendos and humour <laughs> that we have all seen a million times before. It's true. Yeah. Clear's throat. That was me. The characters... Oh, was the characters... That'd be weird. ...portray every stereotype of men in middle age. Brackets. Wives that boss them around. Kids who think they are lame. Not being allowed to eat anything but lettuce, etc, etc, etc. The script seemed like it was written by a 12-year-old and the jokes were very stale and unfunny. The fact that this movie has been number one in the country for several weeks running only illustrates the lack of anything decent in theatres. This movie did feature a great cast, including a few nice cameos, but even that couldn't save this film. If you're looking for mindless humour and a predictable script, go and see this mess. Otherwise, save your money. Well, I think I'm going to spend my money on lunch. Okay, and now we've hmm. got the very last review, and... Hang on a the second... And, uh... You're experiencing technical difficulties. And, uh, there there we, go. we go. All right. And the review is called Wild Hogs with two exclamation marks. Oh, ten out of ten. Movie's called. Ten out of ten stars, and it's from 2014. <laughs> yes, Wild Hogs. What can I say? A modern film about people's loves for bikes, and not many others. Not many others out there. I really enjoyed this film, as there were a lot of laughs and a few moments of tension. <laughs> Drew me in from the start. Good acting was key to this film being a success, and they nailed it. I would love to see a sequel to Wild Hogs, as this one was a great success. Same sort of humour as The Hangover and Horrible Bosses. I rated this film 10 out of 10, as it had a hell of a lot of laughs, a great storyline, and a passion for bikes. Quality... Quality movie. Yeah, it just trails off. Mm. Quality, quality movie. movie. Yeah. So, the parts where I was saying, speaking really loudly was the sentences that ended with an exclamation mark. This person is contrast between enthusiasm and No regard to... Capital letters at all. Yeah. True, but he loves bikes, and this movie loved bikes, so he's very happy. He's very excited. Uh, I don't know. It had bikes in it. Okay, um, for all intents and purposes, we are done with this movie. Is there anything else, uh, this episode, I mean, is there anything else that you guys would like to say? Before we go, I'd just like to say that next time I'm on here, you know, if all goes well, hopefully John Travolta will not be in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and hopefully Ryan will get to make fun of you again. Yeah, the good old days. Claudia, mm. anything you'd like to say? No, I've had a lot of fun, so thank you for having me. And thank you for coming on. I will listen to your podcast when I'm back home. Pleasure to have had you. Mm. All right, everyone, this has been Luke and Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I have been Bartek. I have been Luke. I have been Claudia. And we want to tell you that um, you should remember to be a biker. It's yes. fun to stay alive. And be good to each other. Yeah, be excellent yeah. to each Just other. Just have fun. Yeah. Or not. <laughs>